The views expressed on this podcast belong to the Black Cinematic Universe and are not affiliated with or influenced by any other entity. It is intended for all adult audiences. We are just a few brothers trying to offer our unique perspective on topics that we all love. Those topics include movies, shows, and content related to comics, sci-fi, and pop culture, as well as anything else that may come across the radar from time to time. We have a lot to say about the world of entertainment, and we want to make you laugh along the way. Welcome to the Black Cinematic Universe. Sit back and enjoy. officially landed on another planet it is the black cinematic universe podcast i am jay and we have one off of a two-week hiatus the one and only current that is back in the building three yeah. weeks, three what weeks. Up, john? Three weeks? I, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be yeah i thought loft was gonna terminate me when i was gone i wrote that pink slip up i just Thank didn't you. send it over john I, I wasn't sure which one of y'all was gonna make the call ultimately but I, i'm thankful to be back <laughs> Yo, well, speaking of people that get fired and all of that, life ain't been fired. So what's going on with the news and rumors, man? Yeah, what's up, fellas? The first thing I got on the news is Jason Statham actually might be, or it's being rumored to actually be introduced into the Marvel Universe as Van Helsing as part of the Blade uh, story. I guess there's, there, there's the thought that he might be somebody that they could weave into Blade's story and, you know, have him be part of Blade's bigger storyline when he does ultimately get introduced to Marvel. Uh, what you guys think about Jason Statham as a Van Helsing? So I got something right off the top. I imagine that he's going to be hunting Blade, at least initially, right? Like they got to be able to uh, My assumption, to my assumption is he was going to be working with Blade to hunt vampires. Nah, not nah, it ain't going to start like not that. At first, not right, at not first. Not at first. Not at first. Yeah. At first, he's going to have to hunt him down and I mean, that, that's the smart way to go. It's genius. What I am curious about, though, Statham normally plays sort of like a bonehead. You know, like all his characters, all even when you go back as far as Snatched, like he always seemed to be a little bit of dunce. And I'm curious, you know, Van Hansen, we got like three degrees. This dude is a, a medical doctor and got two other PhDs. So can he pull that, you know, another sort of contrary antithesis to what you think of someone with a British accent, you know, stereotypically. But um, can he pull off the, the genius, smart guy, detective, you know, Sherlock Holmes type as well? I don't know. He looks like a UFC fighter to me. Right. Yeah. I, I don't even think that they would probably hinge his character on being this smart, brilliant dude yeah. with three degrees. I, I think they'd go with really him being just like Blade. To me, they always yeah. been similar where they kind of got power that can kind of counteract what you see with vampires. And they're the, the one person who could fight against them. And they use those powers the same way. I think you brought up a good point, though, with having them sort of be adversaries at first and then join forces to realize they got similarities. Yeah, they got to do it. I, I think it's miscasted. They should have went with Michael J. White. You Two black guys in the lead role? <laughs> but nah. Oh, but when you get Jason Statham, you get Jason Statham. So I think it'll be good. The one thing that kind of bothers me, and it's probably just a nerdy comic thing, is that like I don't like when they bring in sometimes these um, characters that exist 
in mythology into the MCU a little I'm, bit. I'm with like you. it kind of cheapens Blade's character. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's Van Helsing. I kind of want Blade to have his own universe and bringing in Van Helsing and Dracula and all that kind of makes it, I don't know, different it, than what I want to yeah, see in the comic book though. So it's weak. I agree with exactly. you. Exactly. Like, that, that's my only, but I, I would love to see him in that universe. Like he's perfect for Blade with, you know, all the martial arts and stuff, but you know, I don't know. Yeah. I, I can't. I, I, no, I don't do vampire movies. And by the <laughs> way, before I finish, I am no longer in the Phantom Zone. I have a microphone and I had a new discovery. My new favorite color is no longer purple. It's cloud. <laughs> what, what does that have to do with a mic? Right. And I'm not talking about no vampires. <laughs> I'm not talking about no scary stuff. Blade hey, well, scared out of me. Blade, no, no, you were changing the subject. No, yeah. Blade was yes, I was. Okay, yeah. Blade was I, well, very I know scary. Who, I know who doesn't have three PhDs. Why do I feel like it's not back to Oh man, what else we got, love? <laughs> yeah, so you know that kind of brings me to another sort of casting. That, that came out in the news recently. And apparently Sean Ashmore, many of us might recognize him. He played Iceman in the initial X-Men films, is actually joining The Boys season two as Lamplighter. Um, I think Lamplighter might be another character that might be sort of, uh, have some history with The Seven for any of you all that have seen the show. Um, I don't know. What, what do you guys think about that casting? And does anybody know much about Lamplighter? Like I, what his powers are? What's what's a little bit about his his background? I, I don't know a lot about James. I don't I don't know a lot about Lamplighter. Wait, um, you could probably ask James about that. But I know Sean Ashmore is the type of character that either needs to be playing a serial killer or he's going to put you to sleep because because he is not. He is not that exciting on the screen to me. He, he was he was very uh, timid. He, he played Ice he played Ice Man, didn't he? Yeah, he was, yeah, he was that's real, what I was and, saying. And he put you that's a good juxtaposition in, in characters, right? He go he want to play a go from the frosty guy to the um, fire flame. I guess if they need to cast somebody for Captain Planet, he'll already have all the practice he needs. <laughs> he's, he's working on that horrible. final role. That show was horrible, <laughs> man. He's working on that final the, role. The, the, the movie would be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah clean up yeah. all the trash yeah. social distancing nah. yeah. <laughs> lamplighter is gonna be weird but i guess they'll probably do a little bit of like flashbacks or something because um at least in the comic book and i don't know if this changes but they basically gave lamplighter up to the boys uh to kind of stop the war between the boys and the seven and they actually the boys end up beating them down and killing them but they give him what in the comics it gives them their powers, Compound V. Mm-hmm. And he kind of comes back as like a zombie, like half alive, almost like a mutant kind of like, you know, version of himself. I, so can definitely see him I don't know if they're going to go into that storyline. Yeah. Or if they're going to <laughs> or if they're going to uh, change it. But I think we'll probably see him probably in flashbacks of his time with the seven when he actually was with them and he has like um pyrokinesis so he controls fire okay and then they're so probably going to show him okay what does and kinesis mean stop stop Pyro, pyrokinesis <laughs> telekinesis brother come on Pyro, Marvel, pyrokinesis telekinesis pyrokinesis what is pyrokinesis controls fire just so he can make 
So Kinesis just mean control. Yeah. So, so, so Dane, tell them about the, <laughs> the, the Marvel character that uses the, the, the things on his hand to create fire. So like Spider Man can't actually. Pyro is, oh, so Spider Man has telekinesis. No, no. Spider Man no, has no, telekinesis. No, 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 never mind. Never. No, sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Push a mute. I got a new mic. I'm gonna push mute. <laughs> oh, oh man, but yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. It, it's gonna be funny it, depending on how they do it. But I, I think he's a good character to bring into the um, TV universe with the boys because it falls in line with some of the stuff that they've done in season one so it's got to be flashbacks though right because they they said they got to him with the uh, lady yeah. what, what's an agent they work with yeah that she, she showed up at the end yeah and, and that's my that, grandchildren that's my thoughts so is they're going to show flashbacks of him when he was you know actually with the seven and then they're going to show the current what state he's in now when um, he's a zombie if, if it's similar to the comic book but we'll see i hate flashbacks mm. i hate flashbacks. Yeah, exactly mm. Huh, what else? Dang. Yeah, so it looks like we're getting a lot closer to theaters actually opening up. And I think with AMC, they have sort of this tactic where they're apparently trying to celebrate an anniversary of, uh, I guess, their business being open, but also doing so by offering tickets for 15 cents. What's your take on 15 cent tickets? considering this being sort of the way they reintroduced us back into theaters. Sound like a setup. That McDonald's sounds like a good date. <laughs> First all of right. all, sir. No, no, I'm not sitting next to a homeless guy, even though I do have a lot of homeless friends. <laughs> they should have opened that joint up on 420 because the concession stands would have been banging. <laughs> right. Yeah. But are they even going to do that? Are you, are you even going to sell popcorn? Yeah, you know what like, I'm saying? Yeah, you just can't put your butt on it no more. Cent, 15 yeah. cent tickets, you're not getting, like, you're not making a profit. They're literally just using this to see if people going to get sick. What? Every, everything's, a, everything's a test run. Yeah, it, it does It does feel like an experiment. Um, lab rats, you know, just basically getting people in there. Like, you're not really worried about money. You're just trying to get that first wave to break the anxiety i guess mm-hmm. yeah and wow. i'm just curious like how many people are going to show up because if you know they're not expecting people to want to come back to the movies because they can't have it the full capacity which at least that's what i assume but you might even just have customers that are angry because if you know if i show up with a family of, of four and i have to wait outside because you know you can only put 30 people in there for my 15 cent movie they're gonna have upset customers outside like man you know what i mean yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. sounds like a lawsuit. Man, I would have went. I live right across the street. I, I can't believe that. Yeah. Here, here's my hot take with it, and I I know there's a lot of people who attach a lot of how the the pandemic has been handled to the disproportionate disproportionate sort of treatment of like you know like brown black people and poor people in particular. That's what it felt like to me. Yeah. It immediately felt like an opportunity to get yep. the people who would jump at mm-hmm. 15 yes. cent tickets yeah. to jump out there and be the lab rats yes. to God. see how things go. If people get sick and we need to scale it back, then mm-hmm. we can do that. But nobody wealthy, nobody affluent got impacted by it. Yeah. Man, I would have literally went. Also I did not too, know this. You got to think, man. AMC is like the, the DC 
um, universe of movie theaters. Like they just say and do anything and they don't necessarily follow through. So they came up with all, hey, no mask. We going to wear masks. 15 cent. I honestly think they're not even going to do this. Like I think it's just more. Um, right. to get their name out headlines there. to put their name in the media so hey don't forget amc we still here trying something the kind of like dc they just throw stuff out there knowing that more than likely it's not going to come to fruition so i yeah, don't know that wow. all publicity is good publicity exactly kind of thing. yeah <laughs> so yeah. nobody here would have went no i'm uh, not going now it's not even would have not. went it's like it's absolutely up, so it's like i'm not going and it's not really a whole lot of movies that really yeah. make it worth <laughs> risking, you know, risking it for. Yeah, hey, ain't nothing out. Loft, I, I walk no. past movie theater every day, and guess what they have up there? Birds of Prey. So you do have a movie you can watch there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I think that was my thing. I, I would go, but I'm not going to risk it for Birds of Prey or, you know, <laughs> Back to the Future or whatever. They're going to show yeah. old historical yeah. movies that I can just watch at home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Fiddler right. on the Roof. You can definitely watch Fiddler on the Roof at home. So that so uh, your man will probably drop tenant James, finally. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, eventually, Nolan. Nolan says he been claiming he gonna put it out and ain't nobody yeah. gonna stop him. He but he been pump faking and jab stepping yeah. <laughs> <laughs> since this whole thing started. Man. So we'll I, see. I don't think he want to put that uh, down out for fifteen. I, I, I see it coming out. I'm telling you, man. No, exactly. <laughs> I got a yeah. feeling, man. Like they'll drop it overseas, tenant, and then we just gonna have to suffer spoilers because mm. mm, we ain't gonna get it. Lee, sad. All right, so I don't know if you guys remember this, but apparently there there was this viral video some time back, which was sort of a reimagining and rendition of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh, I guess a super fan by the name of Morgan Cooper made the viral video uh, sometime last year. Apparently, Will Smith found out about it and actually is like found Morgan Cooper and is like actively working to produce the remake um the remake will apparently be a dramatic take on the show looking a little bit more deeper into those conflicts emotions and all the stuff that you know the fresh prince was dealing with but make it more contemporary to today's times how y'all feeling about that news and and the possibility of a new fresh prince uh show being put together absolutely not (laughs) um no like you don't at least don't call it fresh prince you know uh, like Fresh Prince was funny. It was it was cool. It was good, but this is not that. Like this is the non-football version of All American, and John probably has no clue what All American is. <laughs> Neither do I. So nah, I, I think the feel, the description of the feel matches All American, but I think the stories are very different, and I think where you would go with this this type of show would be very different too. Yes, and I think the acting will probably because Will Smith is yeah. behind it. I think the acting will probably be better yeah. than it is in All American. Um, not to say the acting in All American is bad. I'm just saying, like, um, but it's just yes. The kid from the the kid from from the from the hood moves out to the affluent neighborhood with family or with somebody, and he's staying with somebody, and now he got to make it and fight every day and all types of... It's the same story. Man, right? how many SVUs oh. and law and yeah. orders are there, man? It's all right. <laughs> I have a little bit more. So hold on. Jay, were you upset when All-American came out? Did you feel like they were copying Fresh Prince's storyline? Because, I mean, it's, it's still the Fresh Prince's storyline, whether it's done by All-American or a, rend- a new rendition of Fresh Prince. 
Yes, but the difference is that Fresh Print, that All American was seems like it's centrifugal focus is. Here we go with those big on, words, man. I don't know what the heck right. that means, man. Oh, I know what that is. That's when something spins. Can he get this one off? I'm I'm still trying to figure out what All American is, but y'all carry on. It's the movie where the the black guy moved in with the white family and he played football. No. No, that's the football slam. That's that's the blind side. That's the blind side. side. What are you talking about? So he got way out there too. Like he just knew. Like he started that joint. (laughs) Just loud and wrong. Loud and wrong. So Jay. Yo, what up? As somebody who was also a huge fan of the Fresh Prince. I thought that this trailer looked great and I'm excited about the idea of them making this into a real show. I will say a big part of that is because the best part of the Fresh Prince, yes, was the the interaction and the comedic tone of it, but the best episodes of the Fresh Prince were all the serious episodes. So if I can get, yeah, so right. if I can get all of that into a serious show where it can actually pull on your emotions and what you related to in those serious episodes of the Fresh Prince, that seems like something that's good to me. I don't understand why you. See, that, yeah, that's where I cite. I slightly disagree. I think to me, what made Fresh Prince successful, and not only that, but just such a great show, was that it did fall into that comedy, um, sitcom role, and then it had Will Smith, who just had the timing and the personality and everything. That that to me was what made it great. If you're gonna take this into a exclusively serious. Uh, sort of way and take it down that road that's the part that makes it a different show and I don't know if I'm going to love it as much I actually think you could deal with both like I feel like I wish they would just sort of go back and try to do comedy and seriousness I think it'll be the opposite I think it'll be the opposite I think where the Fresh Prince was a comedy that had serious moments I think this is going to be serious with comedic moments yeah maybe so it for the like record, a- that joint is called My All American, apparently. It's a CW show called All American. It got yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so we got talking about the movie then. So what's the movie? No, the movie yeah. don't have nothing to do with the TV show? Oh, the movie that's, is that's, the blind side. The movie that's is just, not the movie was that Rob was just talking about. He was just off. He was just but that's that's Rob. You already messing up. <laughs> right, yeah, right. you just wasting time. Okay. Hey, I, I probably fall somewhere in the middle. Like, I'm always a little hesitant when you go in the remaking a classic. So it makes me a little bit nervous. But at the same time, like, I like when you, if you're going to remake it, do a different spin on it. So at least with this, they're taking a different lane and exactly. trying to make it its own. So it's just not a carbon copy because you're exactly. not going to be able to to um recreate will smith's ability you know what i mean it's just gonna come off as phony and the person's gonna be looking like he's doing a saturday night saturday night live skit will smith can't can't recreate will smith right now yeah yeah that was magic in a bottle so um at least with this it's something interesting it's a different take like whether it's gonna be successful or not you know the jury is still out but i think it's something that's interesting enough that people will at least give it a chance and it allows it to kind of be its own thing. The coolest part for me was that Will gave back. Like he he reached out to a young, you know, black yeah. up and coming writer, director, whatever, and kind of giving him a chance. Like who knows who this guy will be? This might be his first step 
into Hollywood and he may generate other content down the road that we like, but at least he's getting a shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so Jay, you watch CW TV dramas? Is that what you're telling me? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm supposed to know what? I've watched All American. (laughs) Which is a CW. And honestly, I'm like two seasons behind on All American, so I can't even say that. Hey, Jay, don't don't be embarrassed, man. I'm in there with you. I'm I'm watching Black Lightning and Be very very embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I'm not going to... Okay, well, maybe I do. Everything you're talking about is... Is sci-fi or comic? Jay, Jay yeah, is yeah. Jay is over there just watching some random <laughs> high, high school <laughs> drama <laughs> with, with, with some popcorn like and a tissue box. <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> Wait, well, how do you know the word? <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie. About, he, he that, know the word. That, that his, his favorite movie is Fiddle on the Roof. Of course, he knows the word. Right. Right. I'm talking about Fresh Prince. I think, like you said, that he's gonna give that guy another opportunity. Will give that guy not Morgan Cooper, yeah. but. Quincy also gave Quincy Jones also gave um, Will Smith an opportunity with Fresh Prince. Now I don't care how y'all remember it, but this is how I remember it. Martin came out first. It did not. That's not what That's happened. That's what happened, man. It, it did. They not. got you. They got you. They got Bro, you controlled. They got you controlled. Will beat Martin by two years, bro. No, That's they changing the dates for y'all. The system is controlling y'all. Trust me. I remember it. You in some type of matrix. Y'all Martin don't know. Rob ain't had cable, right? So yeah. he got uh, <laughs> he got Fresh Prince like two years after everybody else. Once that joint hit syndication, oh, wait, did Martin <laughs> come out after Fresh Prince? I can't believe that. Joe had the TV with the rabbit is. <laughs> no way, no way. Martin came out first. And with wait, that, what else we got? Else man? Yeah, we got yeah. Before we get down this rabbit hole. Yeah. Uh, one other, one other thing I noticed this week was that uh, Shia LaBeouf was actually reportedly rumored to be in the mix as Marvel's next Iceman. Uh, apparently, Marvel might be looking at sort of how they're going to introduce mutants, and you know, then we know that that leads to X Men sort of in the phase four of their movies. And I don't know where this rumor came from, but it's definitely an odd one. Um, I think it I definitely, definitely didn't think, see that coming. Love, I think what they were saying, yeah. I think what they were saying is he was playing an Iceman in the tax collector. I think that's what they were <laughs> <confused>. <laughs> and, they, and then somehow oh, it got man. twisted to him being the Iceman. Shia, nah, he Shia put it. that Joan out. He was like, hey, <laughs> you know who would be great for Iceman? Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's who. <laughs> but it, it could hey, be worse. That's how Donald Glover got in Spider-Man. True. It could, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, that's a whole different story. That, that It's a little more to that Donald Glover story, but we're not talking about that right yeah, now. It is, but yeah. that, that, Shia, that Shia LaBeouf, LaBeouf story, it's better than Sean Ashmore. That's all. <laughs> you know, you know why I like but, it. You know why I like it so much. Because yeah, for yeah. me, it's it's not so much that he's just this perfect image of of what I vision when I think about Bobby Drake and Iceman. It's the fact that one, he's a little bit older, and then two, I know that he's the dramatic actor who really that's his strong mm-hmm. suit is like being emotional. He yeah. almost always pulls off like I'm being taught. I'm a tortured individual. I'm going through all this drama. That to me says that that's why you hire somebody like that. And if you're going to do that with the X-Men, that's right up the alley that I want them to go with X-Men. I don't want it to be campy. I don't want it to be for kids. I want these to be mutants that's dealing with stress, anxiety, discrimination, prejudice. 
and they got to get emotional and they lashing out and they got powers, but they're going through hell. And I think he's the he's the type of actor I want to see in these different roles. I, I, definitely agree with you. I definitely agree with you on that. And being X-Men is basically what brought me into comic books. I, I definitely like that direction much better. Uh, and I'm definitely with you on the darker, less campy tone, love. But yeah, I, I don't Sounds know. Like I, I, I never have faith that they'll do Iceman right. But he's supposed to be <laughs> he's supposed to be a torn individual. Like he he feels like this pressure to be something more than he wants to be because he has basically stronger powers than everybody around him at the time when they started the X-Men, but he doesn't want that. So, I mean, he could, he could definitely pull that off. Well, having that, that dichotomy and his personality and his personal life and having these powers and stuff. So it could turn out to be real good. Yeah. yeah and he has that pressure of being the, what part of the original group right. and everybody else kind of in that group was right. a leader. If you think mm-hmm. of like beast and gene and Cyclops, he kind of was like the goofy sidekick. Yeah. And he always struggles yeah. with that. I just like it going back to even the Fresh Prince thing we just discussed. I like unique takes on things that I've seen before. And we've kind of seen the campy fun Iceman. Yeah. This will be a fun rendition of, of give you to give you something new because we're seeing X-Men again for the however many time. Um, it's good to see like a, a fresh take on it. So I'm, I'm excited about that to see them go in a different direction to keep you interested. Yeah. I mean, Iceman always been one of the main components because remember he had the amazing spider-man and friends he was one of them Iceman was one of them but as far as shia booth playing Iceman, he can do anything did you ever see that video with elastic heart i can't say it right maddie ziegler and he's like in a bird cage and they're playing like birds that boy y'all need to watch it what y'all need to watch it i'm telling you it's amazing pass and i'm not a musical guy but i I love that bro you talk about musicals more since we started this podcast than anybody i know (laughs) you you actually you actually get on the bus and sing songs from fiddle on the roof with random odd people so yes you sing fiddle on the roof songs with random homeless people all right though at least we know the lyrics we're coming as one which i need to watch elastic heart i'm telling you they play like birds in this big cage and he's trying to get her and and Let's do it to her, and, and then she's running. <laughs> do it to her. What is he trying to do? What is he trying to do to her? I've heard that. So it's elementary. My man is twelve all of a sudden. I'm trying to make. Do it to her. Hey, as long as we going down that rabbit hole, Rob's rabbit hole. No. <laughs> No, I'm just curious. Quick, just a quick question, because I, I don't know if anybody else watched Tax Collector, and I'm sure maybe next week we'll get into it. But his ears were puffy, like he was like an MMA guy. And right. I never yeah. saw him actually roll in the movie. I saw the other dude right. roll, but just I never saw him did. roll. So what, what, was the, what was the deal on that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, method man, I think there was an edit. Some, there had to be an edit somewhere like where they mentioned it. And they probably was like, ah, it's probably good enough if his boy does jujitsu and it'll, it'll be good enough. People are filling the blanks. But yeah, it was something missing. I was waiting yeah. for him to get it in at some point, right? To get him out of that situation. But I, I never saw him go go to a, not an arm bond. <laughs> Not, right. not a takedown, not a damn thing. So. We'll get into it because, man, it was a whole lot from that. But to um, Rob's point, man, he's talking about, um, what's the artist's name? Sia. She had a yeah. video yeah. with Shia LaBeouf in it. I couldn't tell you what the song sounded like. 
because it was like three or four years ago anyway. But yeah. I don't know where he gets these random. So like, no one's seen <laughs> about Shay, Shay Delia? No, nah, it's not it's that song. It's, it's one of our a white girl. Still yeah. bothering yeah, white girl. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, you yeah, know what? They're, they're birds. They're basically birds. Like, yeah, you can't see them. <laughs> right. <laughs> so everybody oh, should watch man. that. Do your homework. But yeah, man, we could probably do a whole segment on uh, um, Task Collector. About to say See a video. Is that it for news, live? Yeah, that's about it. Cool. Yo, um, did anybody catch that trailer? The Devil All the Time with um Tom Holland and Robert Paddington. Is it did, is it a Netflix trailer? Yeah. Okay. Lower your expectations. So lower your expectations. That's all I can tell you right off the Yo, top. Jonathan. Because <laughs> look, the trailers <laughs> always look good. Oh, trailers look amazing. Netflix is going to hire the tax collector assassin to come get that <laughs> Jonathan, man. Because <laughs> he go hard on these Netflix properties. They need to go. They need Netflix. to. Somebody need to. <laughs> yeah. Hey, why, why y'all think he spent the last three weeks moving? Great. Netflix find out where we live. We got to get out but yeah, the, the trailer looked good, man. It's definitely got an all-star cast. Again, Netflix likes to to stack the um, cards with the cast that they have. I, I don't know if I, I caught who the director was, if if that's somebody of note, but it looks good. It was kind of hard to follow. Like, I don't know exactly. It, it's, it's definitely going to be a drama, but I couldn't figure out exactly what kind of drama it was going to be. If it was going to be a murder mystery, if it was just a, a period piece about what was it the 50s maybe yeah 30s it looked so. real yeah. old yeah <laughs> real old <laughs> but i couldn't quite figure it out and then it's got that twist of like um down south southern religion during that time so it's definitely a lot of um material there dramatically but it seems like it turns into some sort of thriller or murder mystery but you can never tell with some of these artistic looking movies he looked like a serial killer to me he looked like a serial killer, like some type of cult or like that, like you said, Southern Baptist Church. Yeah. And what impressed me was Pattinson's accent. Did y'all catch that? Like, it was good. He sounded up. authentic. Hold up. Hold up. Did Rob just call sleep on my man? Southern, hold on, hold on. Did, did Rob just call the Southern Baptist Church a cult? Yes. I did not I mean that like that. Hey, y'all tried to save him with the subject change, but see, I couldn't tell if it was like that Southern Baptist Church or a cult. I should say that they're two totally different things. Yeah. Or said, a cult. No, no, you, you said, said it like that. It doesn't sound you like you said it's sort of like <laughs> hey, the Southern Baptist Church, you know, like a cult. No, I'm not, I'm not getting beat up. No, no. I'm already, I'm already scared of Michael P. White. No, if it's Southern Baptist, they're not going to beat you up. They'll just shoot you. Thank you. Oh, God. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, no, no. But it, it definitely did seem like an extreme oh, version. And um, I guess uh, Pattinson's character was kind of one of them carpet bagger, um, snake oil salesman type preachers, or at least that's what Tom Holland's character thinks he is. I don't know if that's how it's going to actually play out, but... Definitely hey, so a lot the, of drama. The director's name is Antonio Campos, and um, I okay. see a lot of hits for him being a producer. I don't see a whole lot on IMDb from him being a director, so yeah, I'm not so. very familiar with his work, but that is not a good sign for Netflix. Yeah, so this oh, might be cool. his passion project, yeah. you know, his, his foray into directing. Y'all not yeah. looking at the big picture. 
But it could be a Fruitvale station. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it doesn't matter though, because we're gonna watch it anyway. Because Netflix is the yes. only thing putting content out right <laughs> you now. Are, you are <laughs> right about Netflix created. So if it's if it's okay, well, they still winning because they got apparently they got plenty of these tucked tucked away. Right. Right, Netflix created the coronavirus. On, on a grander scale, I need. Hey, I'm gonna turn you. Off. I'm gonna turn you. Off. I'm gonna turn you off. The whole world is going to say that. Actually, no. They got all this content. Nobody, nobody's in the studio. How do they have this? Hey, time? How? Hey, hey, come on, John, that's how? a good question. <laughs> hey, John, they definitely coming for you, bro. Hey, but check this out on a grander scale. Mm-hmm. You got to look deep into it. That's that's Venom versus Batman. Oh boy! Thanks. It ain't no saving it. Hey, I don't have an imagination no at all. That's versus, not, all right, so saying, for the next if you really was paying attention, versus it. Versus Bucky versus whoever else. It was a hundred actors in that thing. Yep. So I'm gonna make a good movie in my mind. You should try that, Corinthian. You know what? We are getting getting to the point where every major leading actor or actress is going to have been in a superhero role at some point. Yeah. It's like like superhero movies are so popular and have had such an amazing run that it's getting to the point where every time you see somebody, you're like, "Oh, that was Supergirl," or Oh, wow. that, that was Jubilee or, you know, whatever. It's like everybody's going to play a role at some point. Well, think about it. In the early 2000s, it was like that kind of with action movies. That used to like be. Everybody was yeah. in action movies. Yeah. Like, but that's like, a, they were to in, me, that's like a genre. So that's so wide. You know, I can understand that. Superhero movies. But Marvel has like, made, Marvel has, Marvel has taken it. Marvel has taken superhero movies from. Oh, this is a type. Marvel has taken superhero movies from. Oh, this is one superhero movie to think about it. With them opening up the um, Guardians of the Galaxy and opening all of that, they've literally taken comic book movies. They're taking that into its own genre. That's what yes. I mean. I, yeah. I guess we're saying the same thing. It's like to yeah, me, yeah, yeah. it's that prevalent that we now it's it's not a subgenre anymore. It's just that prevalent, and that many movies are being made that everybody's in one at some point. Plus, what better way to solidify somebody's acting star power mm-hmm. than to actually turn them into a real life superhero? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're, if I'm your agent, I'm gonna try to get you a superhero joint. Why? Because then the world will see you as something bigger than just, oh, this the dude that's he was good in a couple movies. No, he's a superhero now. Yeah. Like and you, you, you always got on your resume that you were in a billion dollar production or a billion dollar film. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, being a superhero in the nineties and the eighties was like kind of taboo for big name actors. Like, mm-hmm. like who would you have thought Arnold Schwarzenegger to be? Like, you know, like who could he have been? Colossus. Colossus. That's a good one. That's a good one. Colossus right. would have been perfect. He, he was not expecting no, that. I was not expecting to be really quiet. I was gonna no stop somebody with, with, with Schwarzenegger. Really? <laughs> <laughs> That was like the easiest joint you could have thrown out. That was the alley. I thought I'd be all you guys. Especially, especially the laugh. You can't come at him with that. Man. Right. Jesus. Come on now. Come on now. Do better. You might off your gloves and just smack me in my face. Right. <laughs> oh, man. 
Hey, yo, maybe that explains why Patterson ain't been wanting to work out. Maybe he was finishing up his Netflix film for them. So that makes sense that he needs to be a little strong. I got to give a shout out to Robert Patterson, man. Like if we think about where he started from and then think about like what he's doing. Yeah, like what he's doing now to transform his sort of like acting and his resume and his catalog in terms of performances that he's putting out. And just his artistic ability to, to get out of that, um, what do you call it when you get sort of pigeonholed? Type, type cast, type yeah, to, to, to break out of that typecasting as being this teen, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know, crush okay. type actor. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know if y'all saw The Lighthouse, but Robin. yeah, yeah. If you see The Lighthouse, he killed it. And if but in CW, Twilight- Julian saw it. He had an accent in the lighthouse that was very authentic too. I don't yeah. remember. I'm trying to think. Robert Patterson in Twilight. Did he have hair on his chest? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Why does teenage dude have hair on his chest? Why do we yeah, care? Yeah. Why would you be looking for it? Why were you paying attention? I don't like Superman with it, so I don't want Batman with it. <laughs> okay, so speaking of people with hair on their chest, <laughs> it is time for another segment. Yep, the BCU review, where we review some recently released movies or TV shows or what have we, whatever came out because Corona's still here, and apparently, according to Love and John, Netflix is the only people actually profiting from this. <laughs> is it not true? <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. So, <laughs> Umbrella Academy came out about a week and a half ago. Yep. Chester. And we get to review it. Mm-hmm. So, John. Yes, sir. We got to do it first. Mm-hmm. I actually think it's pretty damn good. I'm. What? Yeah, yeah. I actually think it's a little. Now, now I will say this. I'll. I have a I have an eleven year old daughter who's getting ready to turn twelve, and I'm I'm a little bit conservative in the household, and it's a little racy in comparison to the first season. First season was a little more kitty like, you know. They had a few things here and there, but it was a little bit more, you know. Uh, we can explain that one away. I just kind of ignore it. But this one, it, they they kind of digging a little deep in this one here, um, oh, yeah, especially with her. The, just the that's what made it good, the, right? And so, um, so that. No, no. So it, it, it's making me a little bit uncomfortable, but she was looking forward to watching it because we watched the first season together where they watched uh, it. And I slept uh, I slept through 50% of the first season. Um, <laughs> this this season has actually been a, a whole hell of a lot better. I, I dozed off once on one episode because they do a lot of romanticizing, love story, background stuff, which is okay, but you know, sometimes it just drags on completely too long. Yeah, there you go. There it but is. The, Nothing but will the, drag on. But the action. But but the action. I'll let you finish. But the action though has Nothing will drag on. Oh, cool. Nothing will drag on past that pointless dance scene. Oh my right god! The first season. Oh. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I thought it was beautiful, man. I don't know what y'all talking about. So, man. so I, will, I, I will say, I will say, I will say, from a plot standpoint and the action, I think I'm up to about episode five or maybe six. So um, don't spoil anything for me, but um, I think for what I've seen so far, it has been a whole lot better, more thought out plot than in the first season. So I just I, that's because you love time travel too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah looking yeah. for the holes yeah. and the theories, like yeah. uh, right. right up your alley. Yeah, that's yeah. right up. Uh, a good point that you made. 
a, a good Go point yeah, that you so, made is they they use a lot of like music montages. If you notice that, like there's just periods mm-hmm. of time where it, you know it might be action or whatever, but it's music playing. And then for some reason, they do a lot of weird covers. Like they had like an Adele cover by like a random person, and <laughs> yeah. then like what's the chick? Um, Billy Iris, Eilish are two of the ones that I noticed. But yes, it's very musical. But I wonder if that's because the the creator of it is a musician. So is he, mm-hmm. you know, um, placing that into it? Because, you know, maybe he, when he tells stories, he might see them musically and how they play out. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, because it was good. Like, let's put it, and they do a good job because um, the scene in, I think it's in the first couple of episodes with uh, Diego and when they're getting out of the, uh, the, in- the, the asylum, asylum. Yeah. and the whole time, he has the cover for crazy playing in the background. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that was another and one. Just, it was crazy. And uh, it, yeah. it was a whole different artist singing it. And it was slowed down and it was, he, he Jordan peeled it. Yeah. yeah. But it, it fit so yeah. well. Yeah. He, he, it fit so well with what was going on. Bruh, I'm going to say, I'm going to go laugh. So somebody else go. Oh, so I, will, I, will, I, finish talking. I will I will say Speaking this. Of, go ahead, James. Go ahead. I was going to say, just real quick, speaking of Diego, it did make me laugh when Five said, like, think of Batman and then just aim lower. (laughs) 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 But go ahead, Dave. (laughs) I I will say I agree um, with the sentiment that it definitely improved. I liked the first season. I didn't love the first season. I like this a lot more. But there were some things that bothered me about the first season that I guess they're just going to hold true to who they are. They had it in yeah. there still. It's just a little less of it. Like they still had yeah, a dance montage. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, like they, they still have a dance. Down. Yeah, they, they just toned it down. It wasn't everybody yeah, on the show right. dancing. It was just like three people <laughs> dancing. Right. And they dance, but they still dance for like three minutes. I'm like, why the hell am I watching them right. dance? They did like, dance for three minutes. <laughs> so, yeah. so, I mean, it, it, in the hairdresser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still room for improvement. Um, But it yeah. improved a lot more. It definitely. Uh, I thought you were going to talk about. Love, if you watched this joint, I don't think you would dislike it as much as the first. Like, but you probably still wouldn't be in love with it. But it, it definitely yeah. improved. I, I'm I'm anticipating season three, although I don't know that I liked the way that it ended. Uh, I, I'm gonna be yeah. honest, y'all spoiled me by make uh, make me watch the boys first. That messed right. me up. It was like oh, no yeah. comparison. And then when Earthquake Girl, oh, yeah. yeah, when Earthquake Girl killed Monkey Man, I was in tears, <laughs> and honestly, I cut it off after that. Didn't watch <laughs> no more of it. I was so because you was chessing, flashing he was, back to he was Michael Jackson and, and Bubbles yeah. and right. Pedro when got, he was dropping quarters. Now this question <laughs> might make me just definitively decide not to ever touch it, watch it. Go ahead. It, it's Mary J. Blige in it again. No, no, <laughs> not, no, no, not up to episode five. Nah. She wasn't that bad, man. Not in it. Mary, and, Mary and was. Guess what? No, terrible. we learned. They learn. Oh, she was. Yeah, you know was who terrible. else wasn't good? Who? Uh, the 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 donut shop woman. She was oh, yeah. Well, they got, got her up out of there pretty yeah. quick. Yeah, they got rid of her. I did like that yeah, better but- this season. I like the Swedish um assassins better than i can't mm-hmm. remember both their names hazel and and mary j blige and Cha-Cha, yeah we like the swedish assassins better because they didn't talk <laughs> exactly true true yeah so one thing one, one thing i will say about that and i appreciate about this show is that it's 
they always got eyeball type of people. And I like yeah. the eyeballs for something like Fargo. I don't know how many people may have watched mm-hmm. Fargo's TV show. Yeah, it had that symbol. But all the up. villains always got some real quirky odd, oddness to them. And I do yeah. appreciate the, the uh, yeah, Swedish dude, guy. Goat, goldfish head, um, fish tank dude. AJ, was in yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really yeah, strange yo, stuff. Like- have, has anyone ever seen a brother from another planet? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, Yeah, that's like, um, they're quirky to me. They're like the first agents. And like you said, when they have like that that quirkiness to them, you kind of gravitate to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I didn't like? And and I guess um, this might be some of it for love too. I just, I kind of hate like how they do Luther. Like he's so strong, but he's so like dumb and sensitive and like whiny. It's like, come on, man. Like you should be knocking people out. And he's like, oh, it's me. I hate the fact, you know that, that, I mean, I hate the fact that he's always in love with his sister. Like this genre is right. like, be, be, porn, this genre is like uh, soft porn hub. You know, like <laughs> you got you got a, you got a mix of pretty much everything going on with these relationships, and that's right. That's the one thing. I, as soon as I get to this, bro. well, well, I know he's soft porn hub. Well, I mean, Jones is saying right. Like you got a girl, you got girl on girl, you got boy on boy, you got yeah. bi group oh, stuff. Boy on boy, yeah, you got everything going on in that. Klaus cult leader, man. I did think it was funny that um, they had uh, Vanya because last season she she um, was straight and this season she had a lesbian relationship. But I thought it was funny because, you know, everything going on, I was like, is she going to be because the actress in real life is a lesbian. Mm-hmm. So I just thought it would be interesting that she's going to still be a lesbian playing a straight person because they always are talking about people taking roles from right. real people. So, you know, you yeah. can't be trans um, and not play a trans person or you can't be right. not trans and take a trans role away from a potential trans mm-hmm. actress. So yeah. I was like, is it going to reverse? And it actually did. And they were like, oh, let's... Uh, yeah, good point. Like I said, love, there's a lot going on in this show. Okay. <laughs> no, man, that's one of the reasons I love the second season mm-hmm. is because they did such a good job of attaching the story to what was going on socially back then and really making it to where it was like I know John you said it was racy but man I, that's that's what made it enjoyable. It is. Like cuz it was the first season was so campy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's the first season, was and true. you know who's a good actor, man? The cat that played um, the civil rights activist. He, I can't remember what number she is. Yeah, I can't remember her his husband. Name. Yeah, I can't either. Yeah, he was yeah. in uh, again CW. He was in the originals, I think, or Vampire Diaries. He was in the original. He was in the original. Hold up, James. Yeah, I don't know that. Hold on, James. James, I've never seen the original. Hold on, hold on, hold on, James. You watched the Vampire Diaries? I did for like three seasons. Wow. It doesn't matter. That's three too many. That's three too many, Jane. That's three too many. <laughs> wow. but the original, and, and then you call the it a fall was off. Good. The originals was good, man. It wasn't like like Vampire Diaries. It was you know it's kind of like a soap opera. Was that yeah, on? It got to be. Was that nah, on or with Vampires? Oh no, I don't do vampires. Now, you'd have done these vampires. Yeah, these. these. Oh. And, and by the, the way, first, the first couple of seasons, it was actually. Not as uh romancy, but that turned into yo. Y'all know James has a photographic memory, and then 
it's like he watches all this content. He reads all these books. It just it's like he just stores all this stuff in his memory, man. <laughs> it's like I a waste. I, I wish I was using like freaking nuclear equations and <laughs> use of, <laughs> use of oh, he stores stock numbers or something where I could yeah, <laughs> a wealth of useless knowledge James. until this podcast. Yeah, his name is coming in. That's what it's for. His name. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Like that's what it's for. I got no Yo, but like too. overall, yeah, overall, man, I liked it. I thought the race really added to it, especially, yeah. especially adding. Here's the thing I did, I didn't understand. First of all, can somebody tell me why the homeless Rob? Tell me why the homeless what? dude was standing there with uh with Luther yelling for <laughs> Allison. Dude, I've watched the first episode like five times. Okay, still don't understand what's the point of that homeless. He was crazy. Why do y'all understand? Why do y'all underestimate homeless people? They are I didn't underestimate they're brilliant people. people. Like I said, I, didn't say they I sit down and I eat with them all the time. And you saw the video, we sing together. And you know, I mean, they just, they feel your energy. <laughs> I see them as freelancers. I don't want no homeless, I don't want nobody feeling nothing I ain't giving. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but Rob hit the point. That's exactly what it was. He was feeling his in- energy. Like, yeah. he was like, man, he's screaming for Allison. Yeah. So I'm going to ask That's for it too. <laughs> so he started screaming like, man, there's something going on. Let me join in. <laughs> I mean, let me I give you a like rule it. of thumb. Never in your life argue with a crazy person. Because does that make you crazy? Oh, we, argue, we argue with you every week. What is <laughs> True. So I guess that makes us crazy. <laughs> Just like the, uh, the song in the, with Diego trying to escape the asylum. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, but overall, now who didn't? Fi- who hasn't finished it yet? I haven't. No, I haven't yeah, started it. it. <laughs> yeah, we probably give people a little bit because it is some spoilers, some slight yeah. twists in it. And Dane said he didn't like the ending, but I, I thought it was interesting. I, I mean, I well, uh, let me say, I didn't like the ending right. because I sort of saw it coming. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. It, because during the whole show, and I don't want to say too much because I don't want to mess it up for John, but it had some implications during the show. So I was hoping that they didn't yeah. make it as yeah. obvious as I thought it was going to be. I, but I, I think there's a reason that they did that, and we forget it because if you rewatch the first episode, what you forget is that 43 people we're all born on that day. Yeah, with that I condition. know. And, and and I wondered, were they ever going to call back to any of those other people? And lo and behold, well, you know. Well, we're, thanks we're for spoiling ahead. that for me, fellas. Appreciate that. You, you, you know what I thought was <laughs> awesome about it, too, is like they were able to take them and make them fishes out of water in time as well but everybody had something that suited their strength so like klaus yes. was a cult leader which was like perfect you know what i mean that he had yeah. his own yeah. little thing yeah. um luther was a boxer for jack ruby because you know he's got the strength in the king kong right. um allison mm-hmm. was a civil rights activist you know vanya yeah. was on her own little journey it didn't really deal with her personality because she couldn't remember but I liked how they kind of, yeah. And Diego, who has uh, acts crazy and is talking about the Kennedy assassination and trying to prevent it, ends up in an asylum. So they all kind of yeah. were fish out of water, but in um, comfortable situations for each of them. Like they made their own little lives. So I thought that was and interesting. Can we say this? Can we say what's his name? What is the boy's name that plays Five? Oh, he's the, the best thing about the show. He is yeah, the best yeah, he is. show easily. The worst thing about he was one of the worst things about season no, one. No, he wasn't. He was the best thing about season, season one. He was the best thing about season one. And he was the best thing about season two. 
Yeah, I like. I, I think he does a good job because he pulls he off like job. looking young but acting old. Like it's weird. Yes. He does that so well, yeah. bro. I don't know. Umbrella Academy. If it was a comic book it distributor, was. it is. It is a comic book. book <laughs> in my mind, it would be an Image comic. It would be from Image. It, I don't. I don't. It just wasn't feeling. You should never have let me see the boys first. I should have watched this first and then the boys. Are you behind? You probably should have. Yeah. That, that, that's awesome. Yeah, they both were independent comics, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they were. They but yeah, were. they were good. They were good. I think the comics probably better than the show. Season two is a little bit closer, but it's yeah, it's weird and it's it's off the wall. And you you, they don't spoon feed you like what's going on. Like you are mm-hmm. going to be confused a lot of the time, even reading the comic. Because yeah. I I didn't, yeah. and I don't, I don't know how much um everybody's seen, and I don't want to ruin it for everybody listening, but. There's even mystery with um, the father that started the Umbrella Academy. And I didn't know if they were going to get into that because oh, it's yeah. so weird. But they yeah. actually did kind of touch on it. And it was like, they still didn't fully explain it. They were just, you just mm-hmm. are sitting there kind of like, what the heck just happened? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, But they, they got into it. So I was surprised. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to use this word. I hope I use it correctly. Oh, He's uh, um, <laughs> all, <laughs> all excavators are weird. What? Escalators? People who search for like findings in like Egypt and they're all weird. They're all billionaires that are weird. I mean, yeah, he did use the right words. Yeah, he didn't yeah. I just don't understand. I, yeah, I was going to say I don't understand like, the context, why? but he used the right words. <laughs> I just wanted to use yeah. it. <laughs> So just a fact check, because I like to give actors their credit. Uh, number five is played by Aiden Gallagher, and the brother's mm-hmm. name is Yusuf Gateway, who's playing um, the Allison's uh, husband. My man from yeah. the originals. <laughs> Stop yeah. sleeping on the CW, man. <laughs> <laughs> Disrespectful. Hey, I hope they cut you a check I'm- for all this pub. <laughs> Hey man, like <laughs> uh, un- uh, unlike Jonathan, man, the CW um, troops oh. ain't coming after me yeah, to they, assassinate they, me for disrespecting the budget to pay for it. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> they come after me, but they had like slingshots, instead of guns, <laughs> rubber uh, knives. Oh, what else? Yo, what else we got, is, man? Yo, it is time for for a segment three called Recasted, where we take a look at how we would cast a movie if it were made today. And the movie of the week is really, I guess, we'll just call it the group of the week is the Uncanny X Men. Oh, this is gonna be right up Dane's alley. Yeah. yeah. So, so we gotta make sure in the video, don't stand up. Dane might not even have pants on for this one. He's like, oh, you go. <laughs> Been waiting for this moment. <laughs> I almost felt like we gotta let him set it off, man. So, yeah, let, him, let him go first. And then jump so in. So I'll so I'll go ahead and set it off. I'll start with Xavier. So this one to me is actually harder than it should be. Because they already had the perfect Xavier with Patrick Stewart. People thought Patrick Stewart was yeah. the be- best yeah, they really possible did. Xavier before they ever made an X-Men movie. So the person that I think is probably the second best, if you're going with that older version of Xavier, which is where I'm going, is Ben Kingsley. Mm-hmm. Which uh, y'all, yep. y'all got? I had him. 
What y'all got for Xavier? Hmm. Yeah, for Xavier? I had. Yeah. Yeah. Was that wrong? I had a guy that's been in like, I mean, I don't know how many superhero movies. I mean, he just keeps getting cast in these different movies, but I actually picked Mark Strong. Mm-hmm. I like that uh, pick. Oh, yes. Like yeah, he, pick. He's yeah. good. He's good. Yeah, people, I, he, he plays Sinestro in Green Lantern. He also played Dr. Uh, in Shazam. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, the bad guy. He was the bad guy in Shazam. I can't remember his name. Yeah, either. the villain. Yeah. Yep. I, so, yeah, I thought about him anything from Shazam. So I thought about him a but I thought about him in the sense of if it was going to be maybe a little bit younger, because even though he's not a young guy, he can play a younger role just because of his look. So I thought he might be better casted as like yeah, a right, yeah, early yeah. forty year old something Xavier if the X Men were going to be like late teens, early twenties. But yeah, I think they, they, I think. I think regardless, he has to be much older, older than his students. Like he has to be sort of this mature, you know, sort of like principal who's running this school because, you know, he has the wisdom to guide them and give them, you know, sort of to tutelage and all of that. So, you know, I even thought that was a little awkward to me, but in the uh, X-Men first class, but, you know, I knew that they were going to kind of keep that thing going. So I think Mark Strong age-wise fits, pretty well i also think he has sort of those leadership qualities again my biggest issue yeah. with him is just fatigue at this point he's been in so many I, I just thought about him being in the, um um what's the, no the, the ones where they the british uh secret operatives and kingsman oh, yes the, uh, yes kingsman. oh yeah he was in kingsman good. yeah he was yeah they that dude be out here working bro he he is yo so <laughs> So for Professor X, I had somebody that nobody else would pick. Who was that? Brian Cranston. Man, I thought uh, about him. He's actually on my list. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Since we ain't getting him for Lex Luthor. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I actually uh, fluctuated with Ma- Magneto potentially for him too. But I did too. You, I did. Too. Did anybody? I, I think I had some off the wall stuff too. And and Rob going to yell at me. But even like maybe recasting. Um, because you know, the, the, there was a lot of talk about making Denzel Magneto and this Bro, and that. Oh, so, no. I thought yeah, about I mean, um, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, James, because we're going we're going to say the same thing. I was, we, we two, me, we three going to say the same thing. Go ahead. <laughs> yep, I did it too. Sorry. Go ahead, James. <laughs> I thought about um, Mahershala, and also mm, really, what's so my Mag- man from um, from uh, Westworld um, that played the um, Jeffrey, robot? The Jeffrey. Position. Jeffrey, yep. Um, yep. Jeffrey, Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, yeah. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, I thought about Jeffrey Wright. He would be. Yeah, he I think he that. could pull it off because um, he's got that knowledgeable um, professor mentality. Type. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and he can play younger and older. So I think he yeah. could pull off a older, mature, like um, Godfather kind of role. That he cameos in the Last of Us Part Two for the record yeah. as well. Just one going. He did. Now. He did. Good yeah. job on that. Y'all missed one of the main people right under y'all nose. Who was that? John Travolta. He has a ball head in the new movie. Man, stop I think he would make a pick. Get, get out so of he, here. So he's going to be mad at my picks, but he came with John Travolta to carry an X-Men series? Yeah. For, 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 for a decade? That, no. That movie with Kevin no. Hart. 
that movie no. with Kevin Hart. Did you no. see it? No. Don't you, did you? Don't you gotta go to work? I didn't see Die Hard, but you know what I did see? Gotti. Die Hard? It's all Gotti. And I'm never watching the John Travolta movie again, <laughs> unless he is just a secondary character. There's another main um, lead. I got so, him. So um, the episode I missed, uh, one of the first ones, I think, episode five, you guys were on that Magneto and Wolverine spin. And it, it actually put me in that headspace, and so all yeah. of my I'll preface all of my list is going to be with black actors. Now I don't know if it would ever happen, and it may be overkill with um, Wakanda already. But the, I think the thing is, we've already seen a casting of X Men and a recasting when they did the you know Future First Class. So I think if there's a time to do it, we're talking about alternate universes. Now yeah. would be the opportunity to actually pull it off if they mm. really wanted to do it, right? Um, and so for mine. I, I first thought of Mahershala as well, but since he's going to be Blade, that's Blade, not that's right. not going to happen. Yeah. So actually, I thought if, if we went with a young Xavier, I thought about um, y'all gonna help me with some of these names. Javon Adipo, <laughs> he's the guy that played Will Reeves in The Watchmen, the, the police officer that played the, the oh, younger Will okay. Reeves. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Okay. And if we were going, he's a Bowie State alumni too, FYI, even though he's from oh. like England or something. Um, yeah. But also, um, if we went with an older one, I was thinking about is it David? Owello. Um, Oyelowo. Yes. Uh, David Oyelowo. Oh, thank thank yeah. you, sir. Yeah, from uh, Selma. Selma right? yeah. 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 I think he can pull off a good uh, older version of, of Xavier. So depending on which way they want to go, those are my two thoughts. Okay. Hmm. Who's next on the list? Is it, uh, anybody? Julian. Yeah. Julian, go. Julian, yeah. Who you got, Julian? Did anybody have anything different? Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I had I had Brian Cranston oh, for, the, for Brian X and um I had Denzel for Magneto. So, so let's go and right into I Magneto. had Denzel for Magneto. And Rob so, picked the actor for Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> Yo, yeah, let's, still go, alive. let's go into Magneto. Here's, here's my thing with Magneto. For me to kind of piggyback, not all the way, but to kind of spin off of what John said, and I think we've mentioned it in a previous episode, to have a black Magneto, especially because what I was thinking is what better way to prove to show that we're the same but we're different? Yeah, right, right. Having a white Professor X and a black Magneto, mm, like yes, technically, if they were both black, you could. That's get them exactly as what I was Malcolm thinking. Martin. Exactly. But what the I was Holocaust? Thinking. How would he have went through the Holocaust? We're not doing the Holocaust. Through civil rights. Yes. About civil rights. Civil rights. Yes. So that's the thing. It's like if they were both black, you could picture them as Malcolm and Martin. Cool, but. There's that added element. There's that element of we're the same, but we're so different. Right. Yeah. That we deal with right now. That I think if they recast it and put two strong actors like Denzel and Brian Cranston together and have them have that dialogue and have them have that tension between each other where they're old friends, but yeah. you know the whole story of. Charles and Magneto, it'd be amazing. Yeah. Right and that would just oh. be a good unifying thing, too, to show that, like, like you said, that being a mutant isn't necessarily about race. It's right. about mm-hmm. science and genetics and yeah. evolution. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it kind of, you know, diverts us away from so much of what's going on in the media now where everything is so yeah. divisive. This is something that is unifying across race, but um, you know, separates people biologically. So it's just another mm-hmm. interesting twist. My whole story. thing, so John's is all the way black, and I guess I'm in between because mine is <laughs> I got I got the interracial X-Men. Mine is not the uncanny X-Men, so, mine is the interracial so, X-Men. So, so, so you had uh, Cranston for Magneto. Yeah. No, he said Cranston for Xavier. 
No, and then I who was Magneto? Denzel as Magneto. Denzel, okay. So I did. I, I, I was thinking just like you. Um, I guess Ben Kingsley isn't really white, but I, I sort of grouped him in, in as playing a white Xavier. And I was thinking the same way, like Xavier white, Magneto black. Um, and I know everybody's saying Denzel, but for some reason I really don't like Denzel as Magneto. I don't like another, it. I don't like another, it either. Day. Thank you. Another another yeah. name that got thrown out there that I thought would be a bit more interesting was the Giancarlo Esposito. He's he's yeah, actually yeah, yeah. he's actually Hispanic and black. I like him a, a little bit better because I think he gets a little more emotional. And I think with Magneto, you yeah. got to see some of that emotion, some of that anger. And some, you know, the, the stuff that he's dealt with that is what fuels him now. Some of that got to come out a little more. Right. Not to say Denzel can't uh, do it. Oh no, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, Denzel, like making the parallel that Denzel doesn't do emotion well. I didn't. I was. I was about to stop. I was yeah. about to correct oh, okay. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that Denzel okay. doesn't do emotion, but I feel okay. like whenever I see Denzel, I see Denzel. Yeah. And, I got you. And, and so, and I, I like I like Dane's pick too because like um, um, Giancarlo or however you say his name can pull off that quiet crazy where Denzel is right. more of like a loud, like yeah. you know when he does crazy it's like in your face. Yeah, and if like, I see and if I yeah, see Magneto yeah. say my man, I'm gonna be so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, with the, that's what I want. That's what I want. Hey. If, if I see these characters ever get recast by black actors. I want to see the blackest version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to see that. I want to see Magneto be like, my man, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're the first one to drop the M-bomb, bro. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> That's Congratulations. I get a vibe. I get a vibe. Yeah, <laughs> we need like a sound effect right there. <laughs> Showing your strip over there. Showing his muscles. I can right. do Yeah, DMX growl or something like that. <laughs> So who crossed, who crossed my mind with, with thinking about why I said that I didn't think he'd be a good pick, but he crossed my mind because of the very point you said, then um, Dane, is that I, I thought about Morgan Freeman being Magneto. Um, <laughs> and I think I think of him probably a lot like the rest of y'all, where he's just this cool dude, where his power just allowed yeah. him to not really get overly emotional because his power is like... Man, I could do this effortlessly and I have control of the room wherever I'm at. And I'm always a threat and I'm always going to be able yeah. to defend myself because it's metal everywhere. Right. Yeah. So, but then I Even thought, in your blood. Ah, yeah, he's just black and he's just old, but he really don't <laughs> fit, you know, what I would probably right. really want. He does have a great voice um, to do a lot of narrative and stuff throughout the movie that you would want to hear from Magneto. But yeah, I don't think he was the greatest pick. Um, one, one, well, I actually had a white and a black pick too. Um, my my white pick was actually Jeremy Irons. Um, I think I of like him Jeremy as Irons. you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he's just he's he just a, he's just a legend, man. But also, he has that voice, man. Yeah, and he cold. Yeah, is it, 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 he does. He does. It's, I don't know if he is European or what, but he always carries that that accent. So if you wanted to sort of make a call back to anything from Europe. Europe, or even if you did want to look at maybe the Holocaust, you could do that with him. Yeah, um, yeah. So he, he's English, and he's seventy one, and Morgan Freeman is eighty three. So I don't think Morgan Freeman would make it through a decade of Marvel. Films. <laughs> 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 He'd literally be in the wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Way to turn this joint real dark, John. 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 <laughs> the fact that you think he's only eighty three is just you falling for falling yeah. for that little magic trick, man. He's definitely one hundred and forty seven. He'd be he'd be here longer than us. <laughs> I actually have one, but I think Rob was about to jump in. No, yeah, no, go ahead, Rob. My Magneto is Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I mean, he just he's older, he's mature, he can play anything, he can do anything. Leonardo he, can do he like that. five two though, Rob. Just put some high boots on him, he'd be all right. <laughs> some high boots. Get y'all man. Get y'all man. <laughs> didn't, didn't Bane do it though? Didn't Bane have high boots on? Oh, and the they, they, they used to shoot Schwarzenegger from a low shot because he was only like 5'10 to make him look taller in movies. So they could pull it off. They could do it. Hey, and Leo could do anything. I just don't see him as Magneto. If I put him in the, in the X-Men universe, I'd probably place him somewhere else as a chess piece. If he, if, he wasn't he used over, if, if he wasn't used already, what about Lawrence Fishburne as Magneto? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah he, I, I'm just afraid that he would do like John Wick uh, Fishburne where he goes, Ultra thespian, and he's like, he get into his like right. stage actor, and it's like, oh, here we go. Poor Yorick. <laughs> well, you well, know, let me just say that that that's a that's a function of the director. True. If, if the yeah. if director says no, <laughs> I really need you to go back to Boys in the Hood and give right. me that. Now that's Magneto. If you're going to do a militant black man, right? Yeah, yeah. and he got to hit the treadmill. Lord yeah. Furious Styles, Furious Styles <laughs> as Magneto. Come on, man. Fishburne been I don't even see it. I don't even see it no more. Now that he on blackish, he just he just like Grandpa now. All, all I see is fish sandwich and whiskey. Now I can't. I can't hit exactly. Scotch. Yeah, no, nah, it's that. Wait, I, I, wait, wait. Furious Styles had the metal stress balls in his he hand. Did. He did. He, he did. was Magneto already <laughs> yeah. in South Central. <laughs> he yeah. stop that bullet, man. <laughs> he could have saved Ricky, no. man. If he was, uh, had his mutant power activate. <laughs> it took too long. That's gonna be what takes him. What, 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 what him to start Ricky the, uh, Ricky <laughs> Could have saved him. Uh, gun violence. Hey, Rob, I, I owe DiCaprio uh, an apology too. Apparently, on Wikipedia, got him listed at six feet even. So oh, wow. they just, he just looked little. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's what's the nigga height you, you picked out was wrong too. No, like six one, six two. Yeah. Oh, no, before everybody we move to like... the next character. Right. Did anybody? <laughs> But before we move from Magneto, did anybody think um, I had on my list Daniel Craig? I think he just uh, ah. the, his acting and his eyes. Like, I don't know, man. That Rob's crazy eyes. That Rob's like Rob, but less for attraction. But less for attraction, like Rob, and just more for the way he acts. Like yeah. I don't know, he's one of them go actors ahead. that is more facial. James, James. Yeah, exactly. James, go ahead and roll that man under the bus. Why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rob. I can't see. I can't see him as Magneto, but I I like him as a villain as at some point in, yeah, in Marvel. Though I, I can't put my finger on it, but the first thing I would love him as a villain. The first thing that come to mind with Daniel Craig for me is uh, Omega Red. 
yeah, that would be good. He just got a bad guy face. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. And that was that was actually what made him controversial for James Bond. His look, his face. It yeah, did, that's what made fit, it good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who we got yeah, next, Dane? So, Hold up, so, so y'all next... skipped over me. Y'all click. Y'all click. Oh, my bad. Oh, oh, I thought yeah, we did. We skipped. I thought we you got your one skipped Corinthians. No, no, no. So, <laughs> ahead, um, stick, sticking with the all-black cast, um, if you're going with a young Magneto, I like my man um, Damson Ildris from uh, Snowfall. That's oh, man, yeah. man. That's, that's Yo, he, man. I forgot oh. about Younger. Yo, he got yeah, yeah. to take yeah. off, man. He a beast. Yeah, 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 yeah he, he is. He's a good actor. He, he has oh. to, if he hasn't already been booked up, he got it. Yo, Hollywood got to go after him, man. Yeah, he, he should does. be working on everything. He cold yeah, for I real. forgot about him, man. He's a good actor. And he did a good job in Black Mirror too, man. I forgot about that. That was one of the yeah. I was really his late. Performance I was late. Highlight. I was late to Snowfall. Shout out to John for getting me to to finally <laughs> give in. But I love that show, man. I, I binge. Yeah, I binge watched it. There's certain shows that's tough to binge watch. You just doing it to catch up. And mm-hmm. Snowfall was easy. Like I enjoy getting yeah. through every season to catch up. Yeah, rest Snowfall in peace, John Singleton. Snow- right. right. Yeah, yeah. The truth. Yeah, Snowfall yeah. was the reason. It's the John Singleton really episode. Record. Yeah. And then, and then, if we went old, if, if go ahead, I'm sorry, go ahead, Dave. Nah, go ahead. And and if we went older, and I know some people may may hot you at this, but Mahershala was already in the MCU as well, right? Because he played um, what's his name Copperhead. So, yeah. but they are reasoning him as Blade. I would go with Idris because think about it—he had facial hair, he had long dreads, shave his head, shave his face. Um, that would be my 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 older version of Magneto. But he died in that universe. It's the same universe. Mahershala died too. Mm-hmm. They just at a street level when we didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. They just recycling. That's it. They're just recycling. Let Wouldn't me ask you a question. Go ahead. Can, can we do Colossus next? Because Peter Rasputin is my favorite. There you go. <laughs> I know. I know. Go ahead, go ahead bro. I'm not staying on track. I know I veer off to the left and to the and, right. And I'm and I'm dead wrong for this, but shocking. Rob's favorite character's name's Peter. <laughs> <laughs> like it just goes right along with the character. Oh, go ahead, Rob. Go ahead, bro. I would pick. Since you can't see him, and he has like that um that uh, that shell over him, I pick Thor. Who is Thor? Is not an actor. The, the guy who plays Thor, Chris Evans. Oh, okay. Okay. So, all right. So, so with that said, I actually picked his brother Liam Hemsworth to play Colossus. Uh, he's yeah. smaller and slim, so yeah. he can lift weights just like his brother did. He can get he can and 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 I would feel like it's CGI when he turns metal, yeah. like the, so okay. I would like an Incredible Hulk type of thing. That'd be okay. a good one. So make him like six anyway. two. Make him like what are they six one six two when they regular size, and then when he turned so, into so, the, the metal colossus, then he's like seven foot tall. So in other oh, words, oh. there's no reason you picked him that matches colossus. You just picked him. Yeah, Everything yeah. else is going to change. Everything else yeah, is going to yeah. change with CG. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Oh, I forgot Pretty he turned back to the right person. <laughs> I'm just thinking of him as a metal body. You know, yeah. yeah. So who you thinking about this metal body? <laughs> I think the other Hemsworth can probably. He can probably if he hit the gym. If he hit the gym, he could probably be able to do it. But you know, you got to see it. You know so, what I mean? So hopefully. Mm-hmm. So what for you, Dane you got picking his. Oh, okay. oh, oh, oh. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. For Dane picking his brother, it reminds me of a story. The first time I met him, 
<laughs> we was riding in the car with this guy named Mega Neck and his girl named Shira. <laughs> and she said, I know where I can get some good stuff from. Yeah. She said, you got to go to the castle of Grayskull. And then we met this guy named Skeletor. So. He took drugs. And he said, I've got the power. So, so said, I'm not up. doing it. I'm out. Hell no. Rob just dropped so Peter. Mega neck and Grayskull. <laughs> All the story with Dane, man. I am pushing mute. Hi, <laughs> Rob. I, I, really, I really wish you could choose somebody else to do these stories about. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, Yo, Mega neck. <laughs> Mega neck. <laughs> it was so serious. That is hilarious, man. Yeah, um, man. Y'all so might I thought they come back to me, man. I don't know who I would pick for Colossus. Just like I, I gotta think about it for a second. I would have just left it alone. What was wrong with the cat that was uh, voicing him in Daredevil? If he gonna be completely CGI, and yeah. it really doesn't matter. Deadpool, yeah. Deadpool, excuse he, me. He was yeah, good. Right? Yeah, I think he did a good job. Too. Good I mean, I, all right. So for me, I do like people that can maybe put on prosthetics and things like that. And I, I think to a certain extent, Colossus could be an actor. And prosthetics and maybe some CG, but he doesn't have to be huge, bigger than life to where he has to be CG. I think Deadpool did do a good job with with it, with that rendition, but I might throw Brock Lesnar in there. Yeah, that's funny because um, I, I saw some stuff and I thought about it too. I just don't know what the acting Brock yeah. Lesnar or John Cena yeah. or even the mountain right. type of guy like that. But, you know, yeah. if there's any speaking roles outside of him being right. actually powered up yeah. as Colossus, that's where it gets tough. You know, yeah, see, yeah, I thought I about the mountain. I thought about the mountain for a second, but I was like, if I'm thinking about X-Men, I want the mountain to end up being juggernaut as a villain. So I just left that. Yeah, yeah that's what I said. And that's too. perfect because then he ain't like, got to say yeah. nothing either. Yeah, yeah, he just got to yell and break stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Who y'all have next? So let's go ahead and jump back up to uh, Cyclops. So, so for me, I was looking for somebody that had. It didn't necessarily have to be like the bright red hair, but Cyclops is supposed to be a red head. Um. So I went went deep. I did. I did. I I can't help myself. So I went. (laughs) (laughs) I went with my man from Outlander, Sam Hewen. Um, he got that. Okay, yeah. He got that clean cut. Could look kind of nerdy with the glasses, and if he cleaned up, look. But he also got that rough and rugged when he like grow the beard out and everything, and and be fighting and stuff. And I think what they did to Cyclops previously in X Men was a disservice. And we need somebody that can really do that that character some real justice and show that he is really a leader and somebody to be respected and somebody agree actually somebody that would actually follow. Mm-hmm. And I think that yeah, dude agree. does he does that job well on Outlander. So I, I could see that. He definitely has a look too. Yeah. That's yeah. a good pick from the look wise, Dang. Yeah. Well who else y'all got? I think I think I had a, a decent Cyclops pick in terms of look, but his acting ain't that strong. I actually picked Theo James. He's the he was the lead uh sort of guy in the um divergent series. Okay, yeah. yeah. I remember him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like him, man, and I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think I watched the second Divergent. I think I, I watched the first one, and that was enough. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't missing nothing. I think it was the, on our TV one. on cable, and I watched it. Yeah, but, yeah it got yeah, worse each good. one. The second one was worse than the first, and the third <laughs> one was worse than the second one. Well, he was on something else prior to that. I think that I recognized him from and actually liked, but I could be wrong. Um, but um, I think he was in Witcher too. 
but I know Love didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, nah. <laughs> you know who else I picked kind of along the same lines, as, at least as, in terms of genre, is um, Google. It's um, Sam, I um, think it's Caffin, Calfin? Calfin. C-A-L-F-I. Sam Calfin. Yeah. Yeah, I he thought, was in, I thought um, about him too. Hunger, Hunger Games yeah. as Fennec. Yeah, he has he has that Cyclops look, especially um um in his IMDb photo and stuff. And I just remember him from Hunger Games. I think he would do a good job. I just kind of like with Loft, you just don't know the level of acting that some of these new up and coming guys yeah. have, especially when they're in some of the um like teeny bopper kind of um sci-fi stories. Yeah, know? I saw him and because I'm an X-Men fan and I was going overboard with this, I was like, well if I can't use him for Cyclops, maybe he could be a Banshee. <laughs> True. Oh yeah. yeah. Good. Hey, you I, I'm an X-Men dude. Hey, you did the whole... This is I'm probably thought about it all. I, I told you, man, don't let Dane stand up. <laughs> Be like, man. Hey, y'all, got one of them y'all got anybody else for Cyclops? I actually yeah. had a black I had a black pick too. Uh, oh, I, hope I, don't take John, I hope I don't take John's, but go for it. Now now, Dane, I'm I'm picking this pick off of the X-Men rendition that we hate from Fox, right? Uh, okay. Where he really just wasn't really necessarily a leader, wasn't necessarily somebody who, you know, sort of would warrant having that sort of title with the group. Um, and so my black rendition was Michael Ely. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. No. That was, that was a raw pick. I'm very disappointed. I was about to say that. Rob, Rob, Rob had to step off. Rob had to step off, didn't he? Because he yeah, yeah. oh, Ely? Yeah, right back to the one out. No, I actually had uh, your man from Star Wars, John Boyega, as uh, my Cyclops. Oh, okay. Same reason? You don't see him as more much of a leader? Well, well, no, actually, I think he, I think he got some some acting range. I just don't think we've seen it. I think he can do it. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I always try to circle back to attack the block with him because, man, that's when I first caught notice of him, and he did such a good job. At it, and it's my man Moses. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he definitely been showing that for the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah, yeah I just think I, I think, think he he. And, and since we've been on the subject of height, uh, Schwarzenegger six two. And I think he he has that height and presence with him. Like he got broad, he got broad shoulders and, t- and he's tall. So you need somebody John, playing soccer. I came up with a whole story about how Schwarzenegger wasn't tall enough. They shoot him from the ground up. I'm right. telling you, I said they have a, a little person with a camera. Yeah, he only got so, I know I'm not the only person that heard that Schwarzenegger story. I know y'all. They, they must have wanted him to be six uh, five as a Terminator. Oh, I have no idea, but I've heard. It's it. Somebody listening to somewhere. Yeah, somebody oh, heard it. All right, well, if y'all don't have nothing else. Oh, you got something, Jay? No, I was gonna say let's go to Beast because I got somebody for Beast. Oh, see, right, what you got? Wait, I can't find my note. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got Yaya as my Beast. If yeah, you, got, you need to bring you need to bring Yaya over somewhere. He oh, some beast. He is a I Beast. I, want, I know my white pick for uh my white pick for Beast, Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> he already in the MCU. My white pick for Beast would be Mark Ruffalo if he doesn't have to fight. So you don't have to fight. So this, you don't have to. See. So let me let me say this, and I can see the trend with y'all picks. I hate what they did with the beast in X Men because yeah, because yeah. if you yeah. look at the beast from the comic books, me being a comic book reader, the beast is huge, and he's probably one of right. the strongest, and he's one of the strongest hand to hand combatants in X Men. He's just a nerd, so he chooses not to go that route and sits in the lab and works on scientific stuff and doesn't really interact with people that well because he's socially awkward. But when he comes out, 
the beast should be a big dude that looks like he ready to get busy. Like he, and before he even had the blue fur, he was like in high, like when they had him as a teenager, he yeah. was in high school being right. as an athlete because he was so huge and he could do everything right. physically. He was faster than everybody. He could jump higher than everybody. And they just ignore that in the movies. They just make this dude with fur and then say, Oh, he can walk on walls and just leave it at that. And that was his, and that was his dilemma, really, in his storyline, which is, right. I'm this big old beast, but I'm really an intellectual. I'm really smart. I right. really care about right. using my my brain. I don't really want to use brawn. Right. But, you know, that that's what makes his story special to me. But to keep having him be human and be just a regular person most of the right. time, it just took away from what Beast is supposed to have a big dilemma with. So, so for the black pick that John said, I like that because I think he could do both. He could buff up and be yeah, a dude mm-hmm. too. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I definitely could do that. Yeah, I definitely don't have no argument with that, and I probably can't think of anything better than that. But anybody that I would name would just be somebody that's big, and I hope that they could pull off the acting intelligent part. Personally, right? But who, yeah, who you're else, right. Yeah, yeah, would actually be a really good pick. Yeah, who who else y'all have? James, you have anybody? Yeah, I went. Yeah, I went less from the traditional beast and probably more closer to the movie and then would hope that because i don't think they're going to get into his initial mutation like you know initially yeah, when he, he mutated yeah. he got and you know so they're going to go with the blue fur rendition and i was hoping via cgi they could bulk him up and make him you know the the traditional size that he's supposed to be right. you know per the comics yeah, but like again it was it was overlap with my xavier again i think jeffrey wright would would have been good as kind of my black oh, the pick. personality, uh, yeah, the personality. exactly. Yeah, Just yeah. to pull off that intellect. Yep, the personality then, is perfect. And then to pull off what Loft was saying is just to convey that you know struggle that he has, where he's this intellect trapped in this body that's mutated, yeah. you know, that makes him look like a monster, but he's really like a gentle soul and yeah. a smart person. But yeah. he's you know yeah. comes into a room and he's breaking beakers when he first you know gets his you know, and messing up all his scientific equipment when yeah, he first if we, mutates. So if we yeah, I, I got a pick, I got a pick that's really reminiscent of everything Dane talked about, and I think he pulls it off. In fact, I think it would be a struggle for him to even act like he's not an intellect. Is Winston? Is <laughs> Winston Duke? And he's a big guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Winston Duke yeah. is a gentleman from um from Black Panther and um yeah. Mr. Jordan yeah, Hill's scary movie. Yeah, he that's a perfect pick. I agree with you, love. Like for that. But Winston yeah. Duke, but Winston Duke is already in Wakanda though. You can't use no, him I'm, again. Well, that's true. That that is very true. You can't well, use yeah. him again. He's yeah, alive. So, he's alive and well. Yeah, he, he even right, survived so, a snap. And he was so, an ad in us. <laughs> right. So if the casting is has to be a hundred percent applicable to every yeah, circumstance so, in the real MCU. Okay. Got you. That's that's the assumption I took in doing it because if I was gonna cast right. it, I'm casting like it's really gonna be a part of the MCU. But oh, okay. right, right. but you're right. That okay. that dude is the perfect fit for that. You're right though. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't help but be an intellectual, but he's a big guy, you know what I mean? So yeah. So All we're right, moving we're on good. to. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and move on to Gene uh, Gray. For me, I start. Oh, go oh, ahead. You you got it. Go ahead. So since we're sticking with the black cast, um, I was thinking about uh, what's her name, Janae Smollett from that love love uh, craft country that's getting ready to start tonight. Journey Smollett. Journey Smollett. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say it? Journey? The Journey. girl. Journey. Journey. Yeah, yeah it's Journey. Journey's Journey her name. Smollett. Journey Smollett. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that that was that's who came to mind. I can't stand her as an actress, but okay. 
Good. <laughs> you don't like Journey as an actress? Hell no. Uh, <laughs> I don't like Why not? I've, I've, I like some of the stuff she's been in, but I've never liked her in anything since that TV show when she was a little kid. That was probably the last thing I really Dang, liked. Her. You mean Full yeah. House? No, you're like talking about um, Eve's Bayou. You talking nah. about Eve's Bayou? Right? No, Eve's Bayou. Eve's Bayou. The movie was good. I forgot about that. But no, her family had an entire TV show where yeah. all of them was on the TV show together. That yeah, was, it was like the singing Smollett's or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Was that it on CW? No, nah, this was when we were kids, bro. <laughs> this was when we were oh, yeah, like yeah. elementary school kids. So I remember like that. And and the Eve's Bayou, but outside of that, I haven't really. I, she always stands out as not good to me. <laughs> like, so it was on oh, W. It was it was on WB then. That's what you're trying to tell me. No, because that's WB what it was before exist. we see that. It wasn't WB didn't exist. Oh, okay. It was WBTA DC twenty. Yep. Which is in the CW. It was a, a level right. below. Right. Yeah, to turn that UHF dial right there on TV. Right. Let me ask y'all this: If if it's Jean, does and again we making her black? Does she now have to have be able to wear red hair too? She can I mean, she if she black, or is, is it bundles? Is it red bundles? Is it? Yo, give yo, her a road stop. I'd be so mad if Jean if Jean Grey came on screen and all you saw was her nine edges from her lace front bundles because they didn't do the track. <laughs> like no, that's bro. real though. That's real though. That's real though. Right now. <laughs> I would if oh, she had God. red hair. I would say like a a real black girl would make just make like the stallion pulls at all. Cardi pulls it off. It's not a thing anymore. I do not want girls with color as a serious actress in the movie. Mm -mm. Yeah, if she took a toothbrush out to fix the joint after a fight, (laughs) no, that would be classic. (laughs) (laughs) Bruh, and fix her baby hair, like, just get her joint. Mm. Yeah, that would be classic. Love will make this go like bro, man. Love went real hood. Like love yeah. is like man. I'm gonna make this the blackest X Men right. like, we can make only, without being right. stereotypical. It's only right. <laughs> so, so, who you got, James? Oh, sorry, bro. Go ahead, Dave. No, nah, I was gonna ask James. Too. Yeah, go ahead, Dave. I didn't really go with the uh, traditional like black actresses. Um, I went with um, Allison uh, Williams from Girls. Um, I think she's Brian Williams' daughter, and the chick from um, Game of Thrones, Natalie um, Dormer, who oh, was yeah. uh, Marjorie Terrell. Got it. Yeah. But if I went black, Mar- man, there's so many actresses that's out there that still haven't been used. We keep going back yeah. to Zendaya and um, Amanda. Love was it Steinberg? It was in Hunger Hunger Games for yeah. Rue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. it just depends on now. Now, for y'all, do y'all prefer this cast? And we're kind of all over the place with it with our our placements. But if y'all had to choose, would y'all prefer a older cast or a younger cast? So for like, me, so do you want teenage so, Gene? Nah. So for me, I cast everybody as adults, sort of like the yeah. Range I prefer that too. Movie. Yeah, because we kind of got that in first class too, and it's you know. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you why I think it for me it works better when they're all adults because. Every dynamic that's really important for X Men, I think it plays better. When so, right. I agree. With, yeah, like Wolverine mm-hmm. having a thing with a teenage gene that nah, don't play nah. well, right? Yeah. But if they're all adults and they could just be very young adults, yeah, um, and and or even just different ages, like you know what I mean. Like if, it it yeah. would it wouldn't bother me if Gene and Cyclops were a little older, a little bit more seasoned, 
Right. You know, someone like Storm. Like if they were a little older, but then you had maybe like a couple teeny boppers who was in the crew. I'm right. Because like, you got to have that mix because right, they're right. still mentors. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But you know what I wish, man? And I don't even know where we could fit her into the MCU or if it's X-Men. And maybe it's just because I'm still hung over from Watchmen, but I would love Regina King to get in there Stop. and i don't know if it's like for the action like maybe not action but just acting wise even if it's just I thought the same thing. like a regular person you know what i mean somebody that's a government official or something like i don't she need her be, jumping she around could be, like, um she could be dr cecilia reyes who's that true it's a she's a, a a mutant that's a doctor and she creates force fields like oh, she, okay. she has this protective shield around mm-hmm. herself so she when she fights she essentially can create force fields around like people she's operating on or herself, yeah. uh, others around her, a large area. It's it's very similar power to some other people, so they don't really yeah. they don't really yeah. use her power a lot. Right. But she's like a yeah, doctor, but then, you know, the medical stuff. For yeah, people. but then yeah, but then you got her being sort of. I ain't gonna say maybe this ain't the right word, but then you wasting her on somebody right. that nobody care about. Yeah, you know, well, like but similarly, I thought about. The, the, just the personality. I always thought of Jean as being somewhat kind of like regal and really mm-hmm. like composed. And I so, think Carrie, Rock, Carrie Washington might be a dope Jean. Yep. So I, I, I so and for I, me, I think Jean needs to be somebody who can stand out as a supporting actress, but also step into the the front and become the lead actor mm-hmm. of the film as well. Because a lot of the stories of the X Men. A lot of the stories of the X-Men, Gene is just like Cyclops' sidekick or, you know, somebody who does something from the background to help the team because she isn't a physical hand-to-hand combatant. But one of the the largest stories ever is is about Gene, so she has to be able to step up. I I like Sophie Turner for Gene, to be honest. Like, Fox messing it up didn't really necessarily mess it up for me, liking her in in that role. I think she fits the age demographic perfectly. She mm-hmm. she has the notoriety. Obviously, she got the hair. Um, if if we really just going with a traditional yeah. gene, I, I don't have no issue with her staying in the role. Right, so and she kind of pulls off that regal, like you yep. were saying, yeah. and that's why I yeah. went with the the other girl from Game of Thrones that played uh, Marjorie yeah. Terrell. I like, it's I like she kind of can pull off queen a little bit, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And Jean has kind of got, like you said, that regal. I went a little left. I went with somebody that I thought was like the age range of Sam Hewen and that could be a lead actress or supporting actress, but probably isn't as regal as y'all saying. I went with Emma Stone. I just feel like in the stuff that I've seen her do, that's, that's not, that's not comic book stuff. I've seen her do a lot better acting than what she did in like Spider-Man or whatever. Yeah. She definitely, to me, I think she's best used when she can do a little comedy and stuff. Not a lot, mm-hmm. but if she can yeah. do a little comedy to make you laugh, I think she's best used that way. I agree. And I think that I think there's room to make Jean a little bit more human. Like you were saying, yeah. she don't have to be sort of this regal person. I think that's just always how I've seen her depicted. Yeah, I guess I sort of look at Storm that way. So I'm like, I don't need both of them to be that way. True, true. So what so what about Margot Robbie then? If you're going, if you're looking for that look, because she pulled off at the age range. She's already being used in the DC universe very prominently. You oh, said we okay. can't oh, do stuff happened. like that. No, I mean, I said the same. No, I said no, the same. No, 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 you breaking the rules, John. The rule that you made. 
So I said Marvel we got to Marvel. I didn't say yeah. DC to Marvel. Yeah, all right. Marvel. Whatever. We got a <laughs> off, man. Damn, that's you for picking a bunch of people that's already in the universe. No, to my credit, I asked. I said every circumstance has to be applicable to make sure that they can get cast. You said, yeah, yes. why, why would they we do would this exercise? Cast, they would never do just because it's not Marvel, they would never take another character that's that prominent and put her in another prominent. Why Marvel Green Lantern did it? Green Lantern. No, did it? that that was already done. That was over. That that All whole right. DC's is over too. That's dead. They just don't know it yet. Suicide Squad is coming out. R two is coming out. Uh, nobody's going true. to say it but James. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. So let's, <laughs> let, let, let's move on. To, y'all ready to move on to the next character? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and knock Rogue out. For me, I like the girl that played Khaleesi in Game of Thrones to be Rogue. I, I feel like she has that small uh, and, and type, but strong. Mm-hmm. I think Rogue is supposed to be a sexy character, but still strong as somebody you know can actually cause some damage. And I feel like that's just what she played in Game of Thrones. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Rogue. I just think Rogue has to be a Southern Belle. She has yeah, to that's be. What I, I don't know if she yeah. can pull off the accent, but if she can, then I think she's perfect. Yeah, that's, that's too much of a part of who she is, I think, for me at least. I think Rogue <laughs> has to be a Southern Belle. She has to be, you know. Yeah, pace way. Down yeah. Down yeah. But I can't yeah. think of anybody that I would fit as a Southern Belle with the accent automatically. Because you weren't yeah. thinking about black actors. So I like no, I Alicia Wayne, Wayne Wright. Alicia Wayne Wright from uh, Raising Dion, or I think the other girls, Ben, you played in uh, low key, so that wouldn't work now. To, but she can pull it off, though. She can mm-hmm. pull off a, a Louisiana Southern Belle type, right? Because mm-hmm. I think Roe is like from Mississippi, so ain't too far off. And so um, I think, what's the girl's name uh, from that's going to be the low key series that was from Wrinkle in Time? How you say her uh, name? Goo Goo. Oh, yeah. Not going by the raw. Yeah, that's my girl. But she's gonna. I I found out she's gonna be in the low key series though, so she's out. But I think either one of them could have played like a, like a Mississippi girl. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, Mississippi, Louisiana, whatever. I wasn't thinking about the the black rogue, but I'll put Google in anything she want to be in personally. Right on. Thanks, Dane. Thanks, Dane. I I think Emma Stone is a good fit. I think she could do the Southern accent. I think she figured that out. I think Mm -hmm. the comedy and just being sort of like. You know, spontaneous and outgoing. I mm-hmm. think that fits better, to be she, honest, as a but, rogue too. But I guess for me, she just don't look like rogue at all to me. Why like, all you gotta do is make half her hair white? Yeah, but she have redhead. Like, and she tall. I don't imagine rogue being a tall. Yeah. Like, rogue's hair is yeah. generally very light brown and white. Well, it was bl- it was what brown? It was dark brown in the it's, it's, in it's, the, in I the mean, it's, joint. it's brown. It's some rendition of brown. It don't have to be dark, but it's some rendition of brown. Rose McGowan, the girl they used in Fox, had dark brown hair, but she wasn't the best looking right. either. No, she nothing mm-hmm. like. Now I'll say this, just because I'm a fan, I'd have used. I could. I could see Zoe being Rose. Zoe Kravitz. Okay. Hey, I could honestly. I could if the, if she wasn't already in the MCU, I could see Zoe Saldana being Rose. Zoe Saldana. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't know nah, about that. I ain't that's just like uh-huh. yeah, Kravitz wouldn't be bad. She can pull off. She can pull off Rogue. You know what I mean? If they went with the uh, alternate race, you know what I mean? And, and Black, could do she could it. especially for who I picked for for Wolverine, she could be Rogue. <laughs> oh shucks, that's yeah. man. That's like foreshadowing Hold right on, there. Yeah, we, yeah. Yeah. For yeah. Wolverine. we got anybody else for Rogue? 
Because if not, we can move on again. Yeah. I, I nah. like, and it's funny because she's actually from Rogue One, the Star Wars film. <laughs> I picked her too. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought she'd be. She definitely to me carries oh, yeah. the look and probably could get the the accent down. Um, and then I had another that's, person. I don't that's know. That's the girl that was the Star Wars one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, Jones. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Um, the other one I had, I don't know if she really necessarily is uh, serious enough to, to capture the drama of what Rogue goes through with using her powers and all of the trauma she has from her from her past. But I really liked um, Isla Fisher. She She's a little bit more comedic, and she was the girl, red girl in um, Wedding Crashers. She played like the dummy. That um the dumb girl oh, was always trying to get oh, the, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Oh okay, I think yeah. she married the Borat, ain't she? I don't Sasha know. Burr. I didn't even know he yeah. was married. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She come across as just a comedic actress to me personally. I, I yeah. so that would be a hard one for me to imagine. Yeah, I like yeah. her look a lot for Rogue though. Um so Yeah, I, I did the same thing. Felicity Jones and then I, I actually threw Daisy Ridley in there too. Just, I guess I was in a Star Star Wars frame of mind. Yeah, but I think uh, Felicity would be good if you went traditional. Yeah, she definitely has the look for sure. Uh, I ain't even Gambit. Man. man, we got some big ones left. Yeah. Man, Wolverine, Storm. Those I, are gonna be the ones. Oh, my Gambit, my, my Gambit has first. never changed. My my Gambit has never changed. I mean, I don't know why it's just been Gambit from the beginning of watching Lost as a mm-hmm. series. Uh, Josh Holloway. Um, part of it has a lot to do with the accent, the southern accent and stuff. But I just think he's a, a, a I think he'd be a good Gambit. So, yeah. so, so for me, Gambit is a real hard one because I really can't think of like to me, Johnny Depp had the look, but he's way older than I would like. And I can't mm-hmm. I can't see I can't unsee Jack Sparrow at this point with Johnny Depp. Um, so yeah. like if I go and look for an actor yeah. that has the look, the only people that I can think of or saw that they were unknown people. Like, um, it's, it's a French a- actor named Gaspard Ulil who looks exactly like you would want Gambit to look, except for he's probably a little shorter. And since he's French, he would probably pull the accent off well, but I really don't have anybody strong outside of that, that would look the part and pull off the accent and, and give you what you really want for, for that character. And, and taking note, I wasn't thinking about a black gambit either. And it definitely yeah. wasn't Channing Tatum. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and he's way too old for Gambit now. But y'all remember um his name is um Olivier or Olivier Martinez. He was in yeah. Unfaithful with yeah. um Diane Lane. Like I just remember when I saw that back in the day, I was thinking, man, this dude would be the perfect gambit because he has the French accent and he kind of had like the hair and the look. Yeah. But you know, he's aged out at this point. But like, had they had done that back then, he'd have been perfect. So right. your man from your man from Westworld, um, that was Thandie Newton's love interest. He sort of got the look a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. I, I could see him pulling it off. Yeah. So. So for my black cast, and this one, this one was ter- ter- terribly difficult. But um, the only thing I could think was your man from Queen Sugar, Kofi uh, Sarabi Sir- Boy. How you say his name? Yeah, oh, okay. we, we know Kofi. Yeah, we know you're he, talking about Kofi. He he already he already tried his best to pull off the Louisiana accent anyway, terribly. so it ain't bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm, you, he he been working on it. He been working on it, man. So he can get better. He can only go up. Man. <laughs> his speech slows down every time he really try and put the strong accent on. 
Right. He'd be right, talking normal right. and then all of a sudden try and put the accent on and he'll just start talking slow as I don't know what. But yeah, yeah I, I definitely, I mean, I can see that pick since he's been working on it for four years now. Anybody else got something for Gambit? Nope. I got mine out. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to uh, the, the main events. Your man Wolverine. <laughs> what y'all got? <laughs> So let, me right. just jump my, let me just get mine out the way. Hold on, we gonna do Wolverine. You wanna do Storm first and then get into Wolverine? Yeah. I wanted to do Wolverine first and save Storm, but we can do Storm first. Because right. you know show is the main event for Dane. This is the main show, man. Let's get to Wolverine. <laughs> Wait, Storm ever yeah, since he yeah. put Holly in the role. He, so. All right, fine. Yeah, we'll do we'll do Wolverine first and then we'll do Storm. We'll do Wolverine first and then we'll do Storm. So with that being said, I have and I never remember the dude's name. But the little dude from um don't say WWE. No, who? Never mind. Kingsman. Oh, okay. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. Little cat from Kingsman. Yeah. Uh, James X something. Yeah, Egerton. Egerton. Yeah. 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 Yes. He'd be that, good. Yeah, like, he was so on my list. The first time I saw him in Kingsman, I was like, if he put on just a little bit and his hair was darker, he could he could do Wolverine. Well, I so, didn't think that, but I I think he's perfect. I I actually didn't think that from seeing him on anything cinematically. I saw him on the red carpet from doing the um um what was that movie where he played uh was it Piano Man? No, Rocket yeah, Man. Yeah, oh, Rocket Man. Man. Oh, yeah. So being on the um, red carpet, he sort of had sort of his beard coming in, like the pork chops. And I was like, yeah. oh, shoot, he actually really does kind of capture that look. And if he just put mm-hmm. on a little weight, hit the gym, he'd be nice. Yeah. And, and I think he could carry the standalone solo movies, too. Yeah. I agree. T- T- Taron Edgerton is yeah. his name. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, I guess, yeah he's good. I guess part of the reason that I wasn't out saving Wolverine for last is because I think this conversation has been had many a time since yeah since we knew that X-Men was coming to an end. Plus, I feel like the top five people we all basically have, <laughs> have an agreement on unless you go Black Wolverine. Um, but, oh, yeah. but I, Ed, Michael Jow- I, yeah, I absolutely Jow- not. Don't, don't Stop. get mad. <laughs> I, <wouldn't do> <laughs> I like, I like the dude to play Jon Snow. I said this before. I like the dude to play Jon yeah. Snow. He, he's only like five, eight. He got the height. He got the gritty look. He got the hairy, hairiness. He bulk up a little he bit. Don't he, no he don't he have no voice. He doesn't have the voice. What's wrong with the Jon Snow no, voice? The voice he had for Jon Snow was fine. Nah, it ain't gr- it ain't gritty and scruffy. Nah. I think Kit, I think Kit Harrington was fine. I think he's a perfect look, and I think his voice is close enough. I mean, it could be worse, but y'all talking about Taron Egerton? His voice ain't gritty. His his voice ain't scruffy. So what's the difference? Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Marvel got billion dollars of budget, man. They can make his voice sound however you want it. Right. So, yeah. All you gotta do is auto tune that yeah. joint the right way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's been he's a dude that's wrong. been thrown around. So <laughs> yeah, Kip would be good. Anybody got any of the other top people? Because like you said, Wolverine's kind of been casted. I mean, the best person for the bit. role, the best person for the role is the dude to play Bane. But nobody yeah, expects Tom Hardy. Yeah, Tom, Tom Hardy is the best yep. person alive for the role. Nobody's expecting him to take the role, so nobody's going to say. But him. he's Venom, yeah. so Jonathan's going to yell at us, right? Yeah. No, that, he, <laughs> no, he, he good. That that ain't completely mixed in. So they, you know, it depends on what they do with uh, this next Spider-Man film, I guess. Yeah. The other two that I like too was um, Scott Eastwood. He might be getting a little older, um, and I don't know what his acting is like, but he has the look 
Um, and he comes from that Eastwood family heritage. Yeah. And then yeah. um, another person that they can't use because he was already in there that seems to come up is um, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why but, he comes up so much, but. I think if you see the Jossy Outlaw King on Netflix, I know Jonathan probably know because he don't. <laughs> but it was a, a Netflix movie, and you could see it there a little bit in that. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's so many better people in front of him that could be casted. You know, starting with Tom Hardy, and then I think I think Kit Harrington's my number two. Yeah, but so yeah, so speaking of Outlaw King, Chris Pine wouldn't be a bad Cyclops. Nah, I thought of that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just he'd be good. So for my black choice, I, 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 John John David Washington was the only thing I could come up with. I think yeah, when we see him you. in Tenet, yeah. I couldn't think of I couldn't think of a black I couldn't th- is he? I couldn't think of a black actor that could pull that off and be able to have to carry that series though. That's you yeah. know he do yeah. he play football he got to be kind of stocky. Nah, yeah, he, he already yeah. you know what I'm saying. Nah, he definitely he definitely can get into the right shape, but I don't think he that's right. Phys- physique wise, he probably is right. I just, I mean, that might be a good role for him because Wolverine ain't really got to be the most talkative person on the screen. He really just got to be right. believable. So I mean, that might be, right. be a good role. I had him marked for something else, but yeah. you know, he would have to grow his hair out for the that's one funny. I'm looking for. Right. Mm-hmm. What, what else about? we got? And if uh is that is that, is that it, Wolverine? Wolverine? Yeah. Well cool. Uh, well, Dane's main event, man. Here we so go. Let, let him let him go last. No, no, go last. Yeah, Dane, say, you're gonna have a long explanation for us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna have a long explanation, but go ahead. Somebody started off with Storm. So so this I may I think I think I'm gonna steal I I think I'm gonna steal Dane's answer. That's what I was are. afraid of. You I think are. I'm gonna steal it. And it, and I already hinted to it for somebody else that was in the show earlier, but Nova Bordelon, like that's storm to me. She can put it off. She's strong. She's gorgeous. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, good, good, good. But I was thinking Nova Bordelon. It's, it's uh, Rutina Wesley. I yeah. think um, she from Queen Sugar. Uh, I think she can pull it off. Now I will because they already like, they already I got. I do like her look because she has that Angela Bassett look. And back in the day, we wanted yeah. Angela Bassett to be Storm, but I okay. don't know that I necessarily. Like her acting wise, acting wise to be stoned. Okay, yeah. I mean, she, she might she, be an interesting rogue with that um accent that she had, especially in like True Blood. Yeah, yeah that uh, I could see. That I could, I could see that she don't have that regal royalty. Yeah, that's that's the part. That's the part that was missing for Storm. Yeah, to me, I, I never looked yeah, at her as regalness, but I mean, I'm sure she could okay. pull it off. So, okay, oh, I had, I had, uh, I had Lupita. Yeah. Well, you can't yeah. use Lupita, so, man. So, <laughs> that's the thing. That was so obvious, though, Jay. That was so obvious. You couldn't use her. Why are we even going there? Why are we going there? I mean, I know this is. I know this is all. This is all theoretical, but that could never happen. Yo, let me, let me just say this. Be his love interest. Marvel got to stop doing that. They got to stop taking the perfect people and making them these ancillary characters on the side that yeah. no nobody like Idris. If you got him as certain, uh, yeah, 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 him all, and you just taking you using them up because these people definitely want to work and they want to yeah. be in these prominent films. But Marvel just waste them, and then then you can't bring them back as these better characters that they really are better suited for, man. Like Lapita being in Black Panther is cool. I get it, right? But if you know long term, there's a strategy to introduce Storm at possibly. I mean, come on, man, just save it. Yeah. 
She would have been perfect, man. Yeah. And uh, for me, I actually had DeWanda Wise, uh, somebody that I thought um, is starting to gain notoriety for some of the stuff she's doing. But just look wise, thinking about because I'm going to say this. Starch white hair. I think it's you got to have storm with white hair. Right. And that's that's not an easy look to pull off for everybody. And so it got to look right. I don't think it looked right on Hallie. Um, I think it looked better when you had Hallie with a naturally short cut, the pixie cut with white hair. It looked more like what we would see someone wearing. But if you do the long Mm -hmm. one, DeWanda Wise, she could pull that off. That was my pick. DeWanda Wise is my pick. So somebody stole my pick. There it is. That was to me. I think she got the regalness. I think she got everything you want from Storm. She can play the strong role. She can fall to the back if you want her to. Marvel already loves her. I hope that that's what they're going to do with her now that she's available again. Perfect. And and Dane, share with the listeners where where you see where we've seen her at. So we've seen DeWanda Wise in a Netflix show. She's got to have it. That's probably the most prominent thing that yeah. I can think of. She's done a, yeah. a remake of the Spike Lee movie, She's Gotta Have It. She was the main character in the Netflix right. rendition, which was also done by Spike Lee. And she, she so she has shown that she can lead a show. I think they on season two. I think they two seasons in right now. So she's shown that she can lead a, a be a leading role when she when necessary. Because she has to be able to be a leader. Oh, well, what in season so, three? <laughs> so white pe- could be wrong. So white people, you'll see her in the upcoming Jurassic World Dominion that's coming out in 2021. <laughs> you want to know who she is, who we're referring to. No, nah, they, they might be watching She's Gotta Have It. They trying to She's get it. Made, she was she was in she was in a couple of other um movies as well, but her role wasn't very large and the movies weren't very big. But that's yeah. probably the thing where she has the most prominent role that I can think of. But yeah, she will be did on we do, Jurassic Joint. Did we do we did Iceman, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, no, yeah. actually, I might have skipped over him by accident. No, we did. No, no. I don't we didn't. think we did. Nobody yeah, Oh, I, hey, I, before Iceman, um, Jonathan going to yell at me because she's in Titans, but um, the, the chick that plays Starfire. Anna Jop. Yeah, Anna Jop yeah. would have been good. And then um, yeah. Yaya DaCosta, or DaCosta, she's in um, yeah. Chicago. PD and all that, she'd have been. Uh, I think she could pull it off too. Yeah, I, so, I agree with those picks. So you know that the the rumor is that they want Janelle Monet, but oh yeah, as much as I love Janelle I Monet, I would rather definitely rather have Dewanda Wise. Yeah. But I think if they gave it to Janelle yeah. Monet, I could I would live with it. I'd be yeah, happy. I would too. She'd I'd be, be really I'd be happy. fine with it. Yeah, Janelle Monet with white hair. Starch white hair. Yes. That's the only can, problem. Now they can do whatever she want. Yeah, <laughs> she definitely. They should just give her her hair. They should give her oh. her little funky hair that she has in her music videos and just make it white. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah. Wait, wasn't Janelle Monae in Black Panther? Wasn't she? No. On? When she what? In in Black Panther, but wasn't she in Black Panther? Nah, no, she had a cameo. I thought she had a cameo in it. Nope. No, her in Black Panther. Nah. I know I saw her hair in Black Panther, fam. Mm-mm. I'm a little... I, I don't recall that at all. <laughs> little I little think little that would have been something that, that came out. Yeah. And, yeah, that would have been a headline somewhere. I'm fine. Did anybody have any ideas about Iceman? I did. Okay. So, right. so, oh, yeah. Go ahead. so Iceman was, Ice was pretty tough. Um, all black again. I was thinking about Ashton Sanders, the, the young dude from Moonlight and All Day and All Day and the Night that was on um, 
I think that was actually a Netflix film. I don't know if anybody else saw. He was kind of oh, like a I street level drug boy. But I thought I, I honestly never watched Moonlight, but I saw him in All Day and a Night, and I thought he did a pretty damn good job. And then kind oh, of being like a little the, street hopper. Was he on in the uh, the joint, um, the Ava DuVernay joint about the um, the six in New York? The, was he one of those kids in the, in that show? I, I think he might have played one of those. He was in some series where he recasted somebody. But I don't know if it was that or not. Yeah, James, he, I have to, I have to yeah, share. Yeah, he, he, he looks real young, but he's actually older than he is. The, yeah, dude can act. He's a, he's a good actor, if he's who I'm thinking. Yeah. Which yeah. guy? Yeah, I can't. Uh, I, I like the idea of the dude, Jacob Lattimore. He plays Emmett on The Shy, if y'all watch yeah. that. I like yeah. him as a, as, as a uh, sort of an Iceman. Because in my mind, I think Iceman, and I'm just saying this for reference. If you think about the way Iceman sort of slides around, I liked with super friends how spider-man makes jokes as he's moving around and swinging around the city fighting people i think Iceman doing that i could see being a really good characterization of bobby drake and i think jacob Lattimore does the comedy and the serious uh equally well so i think he'd be a good pick oh dane that guy ashton um ashton was in a wu-tang series too ashton yeah. sanders yeah that's yeah i know you're talking about okay Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking of. Dane might have been talking about the guy that was on uh, Mr. Mercedes, the little Stephen King rendition that yeah, I was, also I ended was, up. Yeah, I was that. talking about somebody different. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so I, for Iceman, I didn't go. I mean, I didn't catch anybody out of uh, the normal race except for Magneto. Um, Iceman, I actually went with the the guy from Hunger Games, Josh Hutchinson. He was the one that was the yeah. partner from the same city as Cadmus, the main character. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Because yeah. Iceman, oh, okay. to me, Iceman okay. gotta have that awkwardness and like his joke telling is because he's like trying, it's trying to cover his insecurities and stuff. And that mm-hmm. dude yeah. played well on that, like being real insecure and uncomfortable, yeah. still doing a good mm-hmm. job at getting the job done, whatever he had to do and protecting himself. And right. I, I just he felt like an right. Iceman type of character in that movie to me. Yeah, I yeah. For, for the for the traditional Iceman look and and characterization, I picked Dylan O'Brien too. That that oh, yeah. that dude, he's the one from American Assassin. Team oh, Wolf, yeah, yeah, stand yeah, up, yeah. I could. It might as well have been CW, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> See y'all, y'all did all that talking about me. James been talking about CW dramas since the show started. But he embraces it. He embraces it. Yeah. And they got the sci-fi twist, except you know, I guess even Vampire Diaries do too. That that might be my one Achilles heel that I might. Yeah, have to take I, it I don't on. think you got an for Vampire Diaries. <laughs> I don't really got no backup for that. Uh, but speaking of with the traditional Iceman too, like along the kind of the same vein that Lof and um, Dane were, but I guess I was in a Stranger Things mindset with them. But I looked at the kid that played Steve, um, Joe Carey, and then the guy um, that played Billy that was Mad Max's um, um, brother. He was kind of like, I, I think in the second one, he was a lifeguard. Um, oh, those two guys, oh, like one, yeah, one, because because Steve kind of has that goofy kind of carefree thing where he could do the jokes. And I feel like the other guy could pull off maybe like a more serious one. And I can't say his name. It's like, um, Dacre or Darce Montgomery. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I felt like he, that kind of might gives. be actually a good angel. And that's what I was thinking too. If we'd have casted angel, yeah. he'd have been my angel pick. Got okay. it. Um, so yeah. the dude, the dude that play I am four, I like him as angel, but that dude would be a good yeah. angel too. 
Actually, yeah. like Iron Fist is Angel too, Finn Jones. Yeah, yep, yeah. I had him for Angel too. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a good look, Angel too. <laughs> it's just hard to get past Iron Fist. <laughs> right, it is. It is. <laughs> he got typecasted in the worst way with that one, man. They set him up. Yeah, because some of it his fault, but like this, the he didn't get good material, man. That that was just a, a L all around for yeah. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know why they went with the curly hair look for him in that joint either. That don't look terrible. Yeah. 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 Like none of that. That's a whole nother segment for a whole nother episode. <laughs> yeah, we might have to do a, um, a, a, a extra segment uh, later on so I can cast the rest of the X-Men because I got about another. Yeah, we'll do a part two and, and we'll get into some of the other characters. Like we said, like, you know, Angel, Kitty Pride, you know, people that are, are big in the, the comics and in that world, but yeah. aren't necessarily... Oh, we need um, Nightcrawler. Oh, I don't think yeah. we did. No. Yeah. No, I can go through. I got no, we need Nightcrawler. Underbird, Banshee, Jubilee, Juggernaut, Nightcrawler, mm. Havoc, Polaris. And you, and you got to do Mystique because she's the most important Mystique, part of the Kitty X-Men Pride. universe, right? <laughs> let Fox tell it. Apparently. Yeah, you let Fox tell it. Mystique was the most important character. I guess so, huh? <laughs> All right, then. Well, those are all segment ideas that we got. Yo, we if we actually take notes on these segment ideas, we'll have content for to 2030. Call at me outside of the podcast. I got you covered. Right. <laughs> That's what's up. Man, well, this has once again been another episode of the Black Cinematic Universe podcast. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Google, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We out there. Go find us. BCU, Black Cinematic Universe. We are out. We love y'all. Y'all have a safe flight home. Peace. Peace.